Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, say, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. Ninjabling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to ninjabling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Pseudo Show Podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels, not the shaft. Online at ninjabling.com. Rizzuto. Rizzuto. The Rizzuto Show. That's what you want to do? 10.30. Then let's do it. Not noon. Certainly not 1 o'clock. 10 o'clock. That's all I got today. You know, I'm always uh, observing. Uh-oh. And uh, we all work pretty closely together. Basically locked together for, you know, eight hours a day. I know some of you uh, better than others. And I think out of everybody in this room, I've known Jeff the longest. True. We've known each other for... Since you moved to town. Yeah, so... Yeah. Because I was right. 15 years. Yeah. Never we didn't really start dating until about eight years later. Did though. you know that if Jeff scuffs his shoes, he throws them out? <laughs> no way. Like a simple scuff? Yeah. We no were walking way. out together, and he tripped. Shockingly. Yeah, he tripped over by something outside. And I looked down at his shoes, and he goes, oh, my God, thank God. I said, what? So I didn't scuff my shoes because that'd be the end of them. Yeah. So I just what? I just hate busted shoes. I just okay. hate them. I hate them so now, much. Now, th- this is going to sound strange, but I see where he's coming from. I didn't know that was... Based on the shoes he was wearing yesterday. Because you were wearing those suede Adidas yesterday. Yeah, right? yesterday it, was new shoes. Sh- no, well, yeah, pretty much. It, especially, the white, I mean. especially the white bottom with the ones that have the white rim around right, them. So I got some new kicks on here. 
What do you guys think? Yeah, very, very nice. So if I scuff up the white around around the side, is that it? If it's unfixable, yes. I will either just throw them in the bottom of the uh, closet and maybe wear them, like, you know, for yard work. Or I, I certainly wouldn't wear them out, like, you know, to hmm. a show or to, to work or something. Wow. Yeah. So do you notice when somebody's shoes are scuffed? Uh, not scuffed as much as not well kept, like mm. dirty or whatever. Yeah, I do notice that. And I especially, I more notice when they're not. Like those shoes of yours, like they're beacons for me right now. When I see them, I'm like, wow, brand new, clean yeah, shoes. They're new. Very nice. I and mean, they're new. Yeah. You know, worn only a couple times. Yeah. But if somebody's got ratty shoes, I mean. It, yeah, uh, you ooh. notice it. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you don't notice that? No, not really. really. Hmm. I do. Well, I'm not. I'm not a shoe guy. You guys are shoe guys. Like I give the once over, and I, if I go, huh? Hey, how you doing, man? Oh, good to see you. And I look down. I'm like, ah, oh, cool. He had what were once white New Balance on. Yeah. yeah. I, I judge who they are. I yeah. Think they do. How many, not, how many shoes do you have in rotation, Moon? Oh man, in rotation. Um. Hmm. A lot. Yeah, I would say with you know boots, dress shoes, and and uh, you know everyday tennies. Um. Let's say eight pair. Eight pair, huh? Probably. I mean, I mean, would you consider throwing dress shoes in there as far as rotation goes? You're everydayers. Yeah, but I mean, I wear some decent, uh, some nicer shoes on he probably boots more and stuff. Yeah, probably yeah, more regular a, basis than right. most. He's got a good selection of boots for sure. What about you, Scott? I have, I guess, three right now. Yeah. Cool. Jeff, I'd say forty-ish, thirty-five, thirty-five to forty pairs in rotation. Yeah. I have a pair of black uh, shoes that I wear when I put a suit on, so I wouldn't wear those any other time, so I wouldn't put those in the rotation. Yeah, don't put those in. That, that yeah. doesn't count to be in the rotation. Fli if you're including flip-flops, boots, I'm a, yeah, every tennis day shoes, like, all that, I would say. If I see you on a Wednesday, you could be wearing whatever. Yeah, 35. Wow. Yeah, That's crazy. What about you? Probably about 10 to 15. 10, I, I mean, I, I may have three or four pairs. Wow. That's it. And Tones, you used to work at a shoe store. If you were still at the shoe store, you would have when triple I, that probably. So right? when I was when I was in college and I was the 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 manager in waiting, as they called it, and I was getting deals on shoes and stuff. I mean, there was a time where my closet had probably fifty pairs of shoes. Yeah. Wow. I probably have forty pairs of shoes right there in the nice, neat order and this wall. Oh. It looks awesome. But in rotation, there's probably only eight. eight yeah. To 10. Where and where do you keep your shoes, Jeff? Just in the bottom of the closet in a huge pile. That's how we do ours too, and like I feel so bad about that. Oh they, no organization, and Jeff. They probably really? start. They oh, probably yeah. start probably once a year, paired yeah. and all stacked and colored, and all these things. Like all the yellows are here, and all the oranges <laughs> are there, and all the and <laughs> then are all organized. And, and then three weeks later, it's a mountain. What it, is it's <laughs> volcano? You said you have forty pairs of shoes, but only eight in rotation. What's the other thirty-two? Yeah, is it that do? many like dress shoes that you don't wear? Um, no, I mean it'll probably I, I probably have three pair of indoor soccer shoes, but like. You know, two of them are probably over ten years old, but I'm not going to get rid of them if I can still use them. If, sure. they, if okay. they literally don't have a sole on them, they go. But like other than that, I'm going to keep those soccer shoes. You yeah, know, I, you know I hear you. I'm, I'm a pack rat like that too. Like yeah. I'll have shoes I don't wear, but I don't know why I don't throw them out. Yeah. Plus Nike and Adidas gives me, or and, and especially in the past, gave me so many shoes. And if I if they fit me and I wear them. You know, for whatever occasion, I'm going to keep them. Sure. Oh yeah, gonna... yeah. I just didn't understand the disparity in yeah. I have. Uh, you know, we all have cubbies mm -hmm. when you walk in in our mud room. To kind of you know take off, kick off your shoes and toss them in the cubby. Mm -hmm. As silly as it sounds, I have like collector ones too. 
You ain't gonna be silly if you're looking mm. over this way. You know, okay. Yeah. I have a I have a one in and one out policy now. If I buy shoes, and that's why I'm with t-shirts. I, I yeah. Oh god, t-shirts same way. Yeah. All right. So so real quick, and I, and I think I know the answer for you and you. I'm not sure about Jeff here and Scott. You don't own a home, so you can't really answer. But maybe Moon's basement. He's got a little corner of the basement. Yeah, maybe Moon's <laughs> basement. So your house is a no shoe house. When you walk for the in, most part, yeah. When you mm. walk in, it's shoes off. Moon, I know yours isn't because not, you always wear shoes. Not for adults, by the way. Not for the basement is a no shoe policy for sure because of the carpets. Okay, and Jeff, what about you? Oh no, it's shoes on, shoes okay. off, whatever you want. So we were talking the other day. I was talking to to my mom and dad, and they brought up a great question. So somebody has nice carpets. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not talking like you know something that is like luxurious, but nice carpets. And they have, as an adult, as a 50-plus-year-old adult, have people over. And they make people take their shoes off when they come in. Is that weird? Yeah, I wouldn't do that. I said that is extremely weird. If you have, like, if it was if it was just you coming over to my house, and I just got these brand-new carpets and blah, 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 and they were expensive, I would ask you politely to take your shoes off. If it's off. a casual gathering if, if sure. it's of people I know well. If I'm having a party, if I'm having a party, whether it be to watch a UFC fight or to come over for a birthday or do anything, I'm not asking a single person to take their shoes off. All right, off. so last summer we had people over for uh, for the fight. For the Mayweather-McGregor fight. We didn't tell anybody to take their shoes off. No. In the house. But if it was just... I remember when... when If it was just the Patricos at the house. Yeah. Remember when when I believe it was myself and I think Moon and uh, a couple of people stopped by. We we took our shoes off at the front door. Mm Mm-hmm. It's preferred. And there's that mm. passive aggressive cubby that you're talking about. As soon as you walk in and somebody sees that, you go, okay. That's not going, at the front door. No, no, no. At That's the front, the front door, door. At the front door, there were shoes, though. <laughs> yeah, there were. There were shoes there. Yeah, that was so the, you, you that feel was obligated. Like I they felt, were my shoes. No, they were your no, kids' shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but there, there, there's, a, there's a, clearly a section designated for shoes. And when you see well, that, you go, oh, okay. You didn't, because you didn't ask us to. We just walked in and we saw the shoes there. And I went, all right, I guess we're doing this. <laughs> it's not an we're smelling iron, patoots for a little bit. It's not an ironclad rule. Mm. <laughs> it's preferred. Like my mom and dad believed that, like if you were having them over for dinner, just them, or if my dad was just coming by for a little bit, and you asked him to take his shoes off, he would then from here on out think you were crazy. Because <laughs> would, he's like, I'm an adult. I'm not my taking house, my shoes off. I would off. never ask your parents to take off I have, I have really old carpets. I'm not old carpets. I have carpets that have raised three dogs. So I'm not worried about anybody taking their shoes off. We do politely ask you to put a blindfold on though, mm, when yes. you come to my yes, house. Yes, I do. Well, yeah, well, I put the sack over your head. And headphones. So you not know where I live. Listen, <laughs> I walk around barefoot in my house, and I don't know what you're bringing into my house with your duty shoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think a shoe-free house makes the most sense because they're nasty. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what you're walking on. Yeah. I, I understand what you're saying, Scott, that a shoe-free home is is what makes it the best. And I agree with that for the people that are in the home the majority of the time, the family. But if I'm going to have somebody over as a guest, I feel weird asking them to take I will never ask, unless it's the basement. Right. 
yeah, I will never ask anybody to take I, their shoes. I see what you're saying. So it's like, hey, you know, you're having a Super Bowl party, and it's it's you know, hey, 35 hey, adult friends of yours, and nobody has shoes on. Yeah, yeah take not, shoes off. It'd be kind of odd. Well, you know, now they have the shoe covers. It was, yeah, the surgery shoe covers. Exactly. You asked me to do that, like I was, like I worked for the cable company. <laughs> you know, <laughs> got, they they have some hardwood floors. You I walk saw, in and slip and fall. I saw there is a, a dispenser you could buy <laughs> where you just stick your shoe in. Yeah. Where you stick your foot in. And the shoe cover goes on your foot. Thank if goodness, because up to that, like a, that's such a like hard a thing to have done. Hey, what's going on? Oh, nothing. How you doing? Good to see you. I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah. Uh, before we get to back to uh, catching up with each other, I'm going to treat you like the HVAC guy. Put the little <laughs> booties on and then come on in. No, look at this thing. You got to see this thing. It's like a, it's a shoe cover. You just step in it, and it puts the shoe covers on for you. I hope it says guest on it. <laughs> you Put these on. this thing? Yes, that's it. What's it called? Uh, that's called the Trimico 54710 Easy Floor Guard Starter Kit. 100 bucks. Easy name. Yeah. Well, check out. There's a video to go mm-hmm. along with. Maybe that's not the one I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. I think it is. Oh, this one is you step in, you pull back, and you tear it off. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's can amazing. Imagine, can you imagine a party of just like you know fifty adults and we're all walking around? With, you know, it sounds like diapers. Mm-hmm. You know, because <laughs> it's like we're all prepping for surgery. <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, you can keep your shoes on, but I like to everybody to wear a hairnet when you come in. That is this one is ridiculous. This one is like super high tech. You just step down and it vacuum seals to your feet. Yes. <laughs> yes. How cool is that? It's not. I get what you guys are saying with the whole cleanliness thing, but until I live in Japan and it's a total like standard thing, I, there's just too many people in and out of my house at all times. It would, I, I would be a neurotic mess. That's what it. That's what it would do to me. It would ruin. <laughs> Everywhere you go, you would just start taking your shoes off. Again, if you come to my house, I'm never asking you to take your shoes off. Yeah, I got something too. Where but I, know that it's preferred. I don't. I can't walk around without shoes on. It just. It doesn't feel right. My. It. it okay. Even let's in your hey, house. I'll be, I'll, no. I here won't we do go. It. Honesty time. So the last time I came over to your house, I had shoes on, that were slip-on shoes, and I didn't have socks on. And I went back to my house and put socks on because I knew when I come over to your house, I would take off my shoes. That's a true story. <laughs> that is a true story. On the first floor, there's no. There's no rules. We were in the basement, though. Yeah. By so way, I, and I and I'm not going to go. Oh, you were helping me put up the sex swing. That's right. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going right. to sit there and go. Well, I By hope the way, I don't. Nice job, guys. I, listen, I didn't wear socks today. I hope I don't go into risk. You want basement. to borrow slippers? <laughs> I could uh, lend you some slippers. Speaking of, that's that's what I do. I don't just walk in and the whole day is in the same shoes. I Mister Rogers it. I have shoes that are so clean and I don't want them out of the house. I wear them just in the house. Yeah, I, just, I pretty much walk around the house in flip flops. Pretty much I all just the time. Go mm-hmm. to my house. <laughs> yeah, I like barefoot. I, I, I prefer house. to be barefoot. Within within ten minutes of being in my house, I'm barefoot. Yeah, or socks. Hmm. I like to do like the risky business slide too. Sure, <laughs> I hear you. God, Tom Cruise. So picturing that right now. Take a splinter so from that Pergo. Ow. Mm. You guys you thought you guys you think thought I got Pergo? Hey, remember how remember how odd you thought Some it was? Of us do. Remember how odd you thought it was, Riz, that uh, when you guys came up to the hospital to visit uh, when my daughter was born? And I was sitting in the in the hospital room talking to you guys. Where just socks. would you have gold toes? Oh, that's yeah. right. <laughs> oh, gold toe and over there. They thought that's it was, right. They thought it was the weirdest thing ever. And I'm like, what? What are you gold toeing it? Okay. <laughs> what do you want me to do? I've been in this room for 48 hours. I like to kick my shoes. I don't want to wear. I don't sleep in shoes. <laughs> 
I just remember you were in the room. You're like, oh man, your daughter. Oh man, that's great. Congratulations. You just rocking socks, huh? I guess we're, I guess we're gold towing it. I guess that's what we're doing. <laughs> what are those well, ankles? I, listen, I brought up the shoes thing. I, I was, I was very. Man, just scuffing the shoes, and that's it. They're out of the rotation. Yeah, out of the rotation. Yeah. Out of the rotation. Yeah, it's just it's the same thing as the yeah. as the colored socks thing. I when I it's just from going over to Europe. I man. guess I'm just and you guys are all of the same kind of ilk with the shoes and the rotations and the you know thirty pairs and forty pairs over here and you have you know ten pairs at least in rotation. Yeah. I guess Scott and I are not cool. Nope. Well, that's true. Yeah. I say, if you wear 16, I'll take your old ones. All right. That sounds good. You know what, though? Maybe I am cool. And you guys are not. All right. Yeah, let's, let's, have, a, let's have a research study. Well, we're that. constantly <laughs> redefining what cool is. You know, wearing a leather jacket and not giving a crap used to be cool. But now you need to be woke. <laughs> And only wear clothes, you know, made from sustainably sourced cotton. All right. Leather jackets ain't cool no more. How many cows died to make that jacket? Probably half a one. Or a quarter one. I don't know. But there was a, a new survey. It gave people a huge list of stuff and asked if each one was quote-unquote cool or not. So here are some things. Unexpected things, according to... The article I read about this. Unexpected things that are now cool in 2018. Now cool in 2018. Reusable coffee cups and water bottles. Okay. I'm cool. Mm-hmm. Look at me. I got both. My reusable water bottle. There you go. All right. I think I have Check. Three cool. of those. Moon, where's your stuff? Look at you. We're all cool. There you go. So, so All cool. of us are cool. So cool, bro. That's it's reusable. How many times do you reuse that? Oh, it's Jeff's just, got a styrofoam QT cup. It's one can, day. Can we please bring it up? Can we please bring it up? That you put in the microwave. You got Jeff. I'm so concerned. I oh, know yes. you looked it up, but yeah, that's, that's I've always heard that if you microwave styrofoam, it's terrible for you. Yeah. I mean, I, I literally microwave it for like 30 seconds once. 30 seconds that's is a Put your face in a microwave for 30 seconds. 30 seconds is an what? eternity. <laughs> you tell me put my face in but a microwave? I'm saying, like, you're like, oh, I only do it for 30, 30 seconds. 30 seconds is an eternity in microwave yeah. time. I think it's 30. Maybe it's 13. <laughs> There's a three involved. I know that. I mean, that's I, a long time to microwave something, Jeff. I may, well, that microwave up there is pretty weak, what? too, by the what way. What is it, the uh, BPAs or... Is there something in there you THC don't want? Or I, when he said that before, I looked it up and I it said I think it's the NAACPs. That's what it is. <laughs> when okay. he said that before, I looked it up and it said that that's a fallacy. So we're cool. I know Jeff used what? a uh, reusable Get water bottle. Get out of here. I do. I have a couple of them. Okay. And normally I have a reusable coffee cup. I'm just in between them right now. Uh, things that are now cool. Maintaining a balanced diet. Okay. Oh, here. Look at me. Leader of the pack here. Staying in instead of going out. <laughs> Staying in instead of going out. You made that cool. I I was cool before if that was a thing. I was doing that. Also, uh, dinner parties made the list. Uh, working from home is cool. Knowing how to cook things from scratch. Look at that. That's cool in 2018. Look at that. Uh, cutting back on your drinking. Patrico, look at Patrico. I'm, I'm, by the way, I've, I'm nailing every single one of these so far. 
2018 is a real cool year for me. So you know, far, yeah. You, you know, one of the things that I have noticed, and this goes to the healthy lifestyle and the cooking and everything, is you never really should put your cutting board away. You know what I'm what saying? Like, use it every single day. Like, yeah, yeah. You know what you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, like I have several cutting boards, and normally when I'm done with it, I'll wipe it down, wash it really good, and I'll stick it behind like the faucet, you yeah. know, the kitchen faucet mm-hmm. right there, because I know I'm gonna be using Do it later have, on that uh, day. Just don't let it get scuffed. Do you have right. a specific cutting boards for meat and uh, vegetables? I don't. Should I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're not really? supposed to do, uh, what is it? Cross-contamination. Well, yeah. hold on a second. Hold on wood. a second. For meat? Yeah, don't use wood for meat. Oh, no, I don't use wood at all. Okay. I have plastic. We even plastic ones. We have like, a specific like one we just put raw meat on. Oh, see, yeah, okay. For raw meat, like my chicken and stuff that I do, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a different one. I thought you meant like steak and stuff like that. It doesn't hit a cutting board until after it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, until after it's cooked. Sorry. Uh, all right. Cool in 2018, Mr. Cool over here again, cycling. No, oh, what's up? Yeah, Somebody got himself a bike. <laughs> I've been tooling around the neighborhood like crazy, man. It's awesome. And now people are st- – now I'm getting down – before I was a little iffy on the bike. Now I'm getting the one-hand wave down. So as I'm tooling around, somebody's out doing some yard work. Hey, hey, how you doing, neighbor? You're starting to do uh, tricks? <laughs> no, no, like, no, uh, no. No feet on the pedals. I did almost lose it going into the driveway the other day, though. I had some speed coming in. I made that turn. You now, buy a helmet yet? As I hit the ramp, I went. Whoop. No, I did not buy a helmet yet. I was wearing a. Come on. I was wearing a pitching mask. Not cool. I was wearing my softball <laughs> pitching mask. Uh, avocados are cool in 2018. Mm-hmm. You're out. No, I'm not. Oh, out. you're an avocado guy. Remember, I said I'm going to try new things. Avocado is one of them. The other day, I bought something in a bottle. It said, "Use this instead of mayo." It's called Goavo, and it's an avocado spread. What's up? Look at and me. So you, until I see you cut an avocado. I've never had the opportunity. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> I've never had the opportunity. I had an avocado on my salad the other day. What's up? Now I want to see you cut an avocado and take that pit out. <laughs> uh, oh, helping your family is cool in 2018. Oh, man. Not moving in with your family. Well, I'm helping them out with <laughs> entertainment and joy. Uh, Android phones. Oh, uh, you're welcome. You are welcome. That's and wrong. Jeff ahead of his time. You are welcome. Very wrong. Sharing all your data with every advertiser out there. Very yes. cool. <laughs> now, a few things that are still cool, according to the survey, include uh, tattoos, beards, pizzas, cool. Being a fan of things from, quote, before your time. Oh, that's like me going, man, I really like MASH. And, all right, so what do you... What do you think? I just Jeff, Jeff. I just don't know. What mash. do you think? <laughs> That's why I said that. Yet you, yet you don't like it. I don't know. I've never seen it. What do you think people say the coolest decade is? Sixties. Oh. I would say. I would say the sixties. People said the coolest mm. decade right now is the nineties. Not sixties. Seventies. 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 Like I knew it. I voted on immediately. We all said eighties at once. Exactly what I think. When I think 80s, I think yuck, to be honest with you. Oh, really? same here. Why? Yeah, I'm not an 80s guy. Oh, whoa. Really? Yeah. So many cool things happened in the 80s. First of all, the music was awesome. I'm kind you of the same so? way here. Oh, come on. Mm. Like, I feel like it was... Maybe I'll get there one one, you know, one day, but I'm, I'm, I still think the 90s are the, are the coolest. Oh, I'd go yeah, 60s or 70s. I would go 60s. I think, I think growing up in the 60s, I would have been happier as hell i like i just think back and like i see pictures and hear stories and i'm like man man you guys i wish i was 20s, alive man, in that was cool. roaring 20s yeah. roaring 20s let's do those again come yeah on, come on man <laughs> we're not talking about the bad times we're talking about the good times <laughs> so stop it yeah if i go back to one decade 
If I could get into the in, in the DeLorean, in the DeLorean, and go back to a decade, I would go back to the nineties, eighteen nineties. But live, <laughs> <laughs> but live in my mind now in the in the nineties. In your body in the nineties, but now, with your experience now, right? Yes, I would do the same, but in the two thousands. With his body, with your body in my <laughs> mind on my with face, Scott's elbows. If you went back to the 90s, would you dress like the 90s? Because it would probably be torturous for you. Would I dress like the 90s? Yeah. It's a lot of color. Maybe less, less no, torturous for you. It wasn't more color 80s. in the 80s. Yeah, yeah, well, well, just, 90s just think, was kind of drab. Just think, I, I, in yeah, your mind. The 90s is when the designs went all stupid. Everybody, like, there's diamonds on things. Uh, just just go look at the soccer uniforms. Red, like, the international silk. teams. Just think, though, Riz, like, you would be in your body with your mind and everything with blue hair, with piercings. Wearing a dress to keep cool. Oh, yeah. That was the late 90s. I'd go maybe early 90s. And what about, and now, okay, okay, so you live, you were in in New York City in the 90s, kicking it. You thought you were probably on top of the world, just living life. Late 90s, yeah. Living life, okay? Going out, doing crazy things, hanging out with rock stars, and now you, who wants to stay at home, is going to be in that body? You're going to be so mad at yourself. More energy. (laughs) <laughs> and your shell toes and your jinkos. Hey, I would go t- early. Telling the youngsters, like, hey, this Life 90s. is Peachy record is going to be huge. Hey, man, we're going to go hang out with the Rolling Stones tonight. No, we're not. I'm staying in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying early 90s. <laughs> See if Mick will come by the house, but he's got to take his shoes off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell him to put on the booties. <laughs> All right. What do you think of, what decade do you think of when you think of the TV show Saved by the Bell? Because that's eighty nine to ninety three. I, I think, think that's the nineties. I think early nineties. Okay, because that's when I, when I think dress of the nineties. That, that's what I think yes, is the cast of Saved by the, the Bell. That is the era I would like to go to. Jordash, Bugle Boy, half shirt. Zeke Cavaricci, Bo Jackson. I mean, yeah, I yeah. mean, ninety one, ninety two, ninety three. Those years. Those are my favorite musical years. I don't know. Life was simpler back then, for me at least. If you're going to pick a, a year for music, 94. 94 was the greatest year in alternative history. Ooh. Well, my goal to go back to 93 would be to pretend to write those 94 songs mm-hmm. like they're rich. Uh-huh. Guys, I got a great idea for a record. It's called Dookie. So you're, talk- you're talking about biffing it. You're yeah, biff it. I want to biff it. <laughs> I'm a sports almanac. This <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna look it. out. That's it. <laughs> you would say '60s, Jeff? Yeah, I think so. '60s or '70s. Those bell bottoms would come into play In the handy. There. Yeah, there you go. Uh, you would be '90s. No, I'd be not, '2000s. Actually. '2000s. Oh, yeah, I think the '60s just to be part of that transition from the old times into almost modern times. How fast everything switched mm-hmm. to that point. I feel like the '80s was such a, a transitional period for our country as well, though. Where would you go? 80s? I don't know. I, I'm, I'm 50-50 between 80s and 90s. I can see you in Miami in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, we're no, in a big, uh, we're in a big South white Beach. jacket. That's right. <laughs> yeah. All white. No, nowhere All in white. Florida All any decade. Thank big you. Big white, you know, big white sport coat with the sleeves rolled out. That's right. <laughs> and now, here is today's Mattress Direct Team Riz member of the don't, day. Don't forget, about, Johnson it. don't forget about the white capri rolled up dress pants. Yeah, of course. You own those socks. I'm pretty sure you have those. 
All right, today's Team Riz member of the day brought to my Mattress Direct is from Avenston. Or, I'm sorry, am I saying that right? Avenston? Sure. Avis, uh, Avenston. It's, uh, it's uh, Jamie Haynes, okay? Oh, hi, Jamie! <laughs> from Illinois. <laughs> She is a huge fan of the Ray Show. She says she will get the uh, the tingles every morning when she hears the national anthem before we before we come on the air. And she says she couldn't get through her hour plus commute to work from her podunk little town in Illinois to Clayton every day without us entertaining her. Well, thank you very much. It is. A, is it a requirement to be a Team Riz member to to live an hour away from your work? I, I believe so. She says my day is not complete without you fellas. You guys are awesome. Well, thank you, Jamie from. Illinois gets the Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey, the super sweet one. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Get yourself signed up, 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. All right, after the break, boy, you see this uh, savage obituary? Oh, boy. Brutal. And the 10 safest and most dangerous states in America. Where does Missouri fall? What side of the list? All right, we'll, uh, we'll chop it up next. 6.34 on this Wednesday. First look at the traffic and weather. Here is Patrico. Whatever you're reaching for better be a sandwich because you're going to have to eat it. <laughs> Coming at you. What the hell is that from? Hello, I am Elias, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. I don't think you liked me very much, Elias. Honestly. Remember he said I can't walk with him? Maybe he's not a morning guy. Walk with Elias, except for you, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) All right, welcome back. Our phone number, 314-969-DUDE, 314-969-333. Cameras in chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. On the socials, at R-I-Z-Z Show. We'll get to your emails here in a second. RizShow1057thepoint.com. So when I die, hopefully a long time from now, I hope my kids think better of me than the children of Kathleen Demlo. Her obituary is is going viral. And this is... Savage. This is savage. So Kathleen died last Thursday. She was 80 years old. And instead of the typical beloved mother and friend, you know, you typically find in somebody's obituary, the kids went in another direction. And we start off with the normal stuff. Uh, Kathleen was born in a small city in Minnesota. Got married to a guy named Dennis in 1957. Had two children, Gina and Jay. You know, I'm, I'm going to read the obituary straight up. Kathleen Demlo was born on March 19th, 1938 to Joseph and Gertrude Schunk of Wabasso. She married Dennis uh, Demlo at St. Anne's in Wabasso in 1957 and had two children, Gina and Jay. Here we go for the turn. (laughs) (laughs) Enough with the pleasantries. In 1962, she became pregnant by her uh, her husband's brother, Lyle, and moved to California. She abandoned her children, Gina and Jay, who were then raised by her parents in Clements, Mr. and Mrs. Joseph Schunk. She passed away on May 31st, 2018 in Springfield and will now face judgment. 
She will not be missed by Gina and Jay. And they understand that the world is a better place without her. Wow. Damn. Yikes. <laughs> you know, for convenience sake, by the way, she didn't have to change her name again. No. True. No. True. True. Yeah. So, 1962, she became pregnant by her husband's brother and abandoned her kids for a cross-country move to California. Yeah, I mean, that kicker at the end, uh, she will now face judgment, and the world is a better place without her. Yikes. Even though you hated her, I mean, do you got to do that? I don't think that's good for the karma. Yeah, probably. To speak ill of the dead like that? And they never mentioned their half sibling either. That's a good point. Oh, she had a half sibling. Yeah, their cousin and well, if you think about it, I mean, it's, sibling. <laughs> if she got pregnant by her husband's brother, that would be oh their yeah, half, that's right, right. Yeah, half sibling, and cousin, yeah, half cousin. sibling, they got an uncle, cousin, bro. Bro. yeah, cousin bro. Yeah, the obituary was taken down from uh, the Redwood Falls Gazette website. But the picture of the printed version went viral. And I guess Kathleen's son, Jay, is the one that submitted it. <laughs> and I think the family, like the extended family, they're quite upset. Yeah. Is, is, this, the, is this the old school version of um, airing your dirty laundry on social media? Yeah. Good point. Where's the dad? Which one? The OG dad. Dennis? Maybe Dennis is dead. Yeah. What's the last name? D-E-H-M-L-O-W. Demlo. Dennis Demlo obituary is like one of the first things that pops up, but let's see. Of uh, Wabasso. W-A-B-A-S-S-O. Oh, yeah. Dennis is dead? Uh, looking it up. It's loading right now. Yeah, that's pretty savage. It is. So is sleeping with your husband's brother. Very savage as well. But, I mean, listen, 1962? <clears throat> That's a long time ago. I guess uh, they never, uh, ne- never made up. I was gonna say, and also like, all like when as soon as she died, the kids went, "It's time." Well, you figure Let's she married this. Dennis in 1957, had the affair in 1962. So if you if you think they were, they were married when they had the two kids, Gina and Jay, they had to have been you know five. Or under, or under when the know. when the affair happened. Yikes! I wonder if everybody went. Well, whose kids are these after all? Or maybe she was just a rotten person. I mean, yeah, she abandoned her kids. I mean, obviously she abandoned her kids. That's that says says it right there in the obituary. I don't know. Hmm. Speaking ill of the dead like that is could be bad karma. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, is Dennis dead? It's not pulling. It's not. It's not mm. It doesn't mention him. I would. Ass, I'm going to assume yes, but I'm trying to find out still. And uh, another news here before we get to your emails is um, is Missouri on the list of the ten safest states in America or the most dangerous states in America? I would have to guess. If I would guess dangerous. You're thinking dangerous. If my memory serves me correct, I remember a report earlier this year that said we were not on the, the safer side of things. No. I mean, think about how big Missouri is and a lot of small towns. and We're not just Kansas City and St. Louis. 
This is all-encompassing danger. This is crime, traffic. This is, let me see here. So this website, WalletHub. So they ranked the safest states in the U.S. for 2018. And they looked at factors that contribute to all kinds of security issues, like the unemployment rate and assaults per capita and, and, and total loss amounts from climate disasters per capita. And they figured the 10 safest states were Washington, in order, 10 to 1. Washington, Massachusetts, Hawaii, Rhode Island, Connecticut, New Hampshire, Utah, Minnesota, Maine, and Vermont. So we didn't make the top 10. Wow. And they picked three states with volcanoes in it. That's good. (laughs) Yeah, good as choices. Far as, as far as the uh, ten most unsafe states, uh, number one was Mississippi. I believe that. Followed by Louisiana, Oklahoma, Texas, Florida, Arkansas, Alabama, Missouri. Number eight. Right, <laughs> we made it. All right, you guys. Alaska and uh, South Carolina. Now, as far as our numbers go, uh, we ranked thirty sixth. In personal and residential safety, 40th in financial safety, 42 in road safety, 27th in workplace safety, and a 39th in emergency preparedness. Dang. Now, let's break it down even further. The 50 worst cities to live in. No way we're in this one. Oh, I bet we're in this one. <laughs> now... To figure out America's 50 worst cities to live in, this website, 27 Wall Street, considered the roughly 600 cities that the U.S. Census Bureau reported as having populations of more than 50,000 in 2016. Jackson or Biloxi, Mississippi. has Data was collected in nine major categories. Crime, demography, economy, education, environment, health, housing, infrastructure, and leisure. Okay, Memphis is on there. The crime category consists of both violent and property crime rates from the FBI. Uh, Economy is like unemployment rate, employment growth. So where, uh, did St. Louis make the top 20 as far as worst cities to live in? Top 20. Ooh, I bet you if we did, we're close. Yes, we did. I was going to say, the easy answer is yeah. How high up did we go? Did we go top? <laughs> 18. Did we go? Yeah, damn right we did. We're top 10. You have we top five. Top oh, my God. Top five. Show me top five. <laughs> top three. Show me top three. No. Oh, you gotta oh, be let me guess. Five. Chicago, North San Fran are on this list, huh? I only have the. Wrong. I only have the top five. <laughs> This is data. You can't argue. Yes, you can. San Fran's nasty. Memphis, Tennessee is number five. Okay. As far as worst cities to live in. I agree with that. Followed by Las Vegas, Nevada, number four. Wow. Any guesses as to what number one is? Is it something in Mississippi? No. Ooh, Uh, I'll go with... Something in Florida? Flint. Flint, Michigan. Flint is number two. Wow. Well done, sir. Thank you. I have already seen this, so I cannot Cedar say Rapids. It now. I just no, know. Cedar Rapids did not make the top two. <laughs> I can't, it, 
I was going to say, it's so okay. obvious. Once, once wow. you hear it, you're mm-hmm. going, okay. So Baltimore means... didn't no. get top five. That's Baltimore crazy. Baltimore didn't make top five. We're number three. Wow. Well, at least we're not in the top two. Number three. Population, 311,404. So they're, they're just, this is just the city. This is not the county. Which is always very important when St. Louis is Just on saying, this is the city, right? 311,000, that's just the city. Yep. Maybe this is the time we all wake up and realize we should merge county and city. The same. Median home value, $125,800. Poverty rate, 23.8%. Percentage with at least a bachelor's degree, 31, I'm sorry, 34.1%. And here's what they write. St. Louis is the worst city to live in in Missouri and the third worst nationwide. Jeez. A concentration of violence in parts of the city makes St. Louis a particularly difficult place to live. There were 1,932 violent crimes for every 100,000 city residents in 2016. The third highest violent crime rate of any U.S. city and five times the comparable U.S. rate. Crime rates are often higher in economically depressed areas, and St. Louis is a relatively poor city. Some 23.8% of residents live below the poverty line, a higher poverty rate than the majority of the U.S. And nearly 10 percentage points above both the U.S. and statewide poverty rates of 14%. As is the case in nearly every other Midwestern city on this list, St. Louis is losing residents. The city's population fell by 11.2% over the past decade, even as the U.S. population expanded by 7.1%. Wow. Not good, guys. But I did hear it should increase now that we're getting that soccer stadium built. Right. I don't think that's right. No. Wind up going through. Uh, we're not getting oh, a soccer thing. stadium. What? I haven't oh. looked at the no, story in a while, but I'll have to hit refresh. But the Metrolink's think... going to go north to south now. So, Whew. Yay. We got that going, which is nice. <laughs> and you guys hear they changed the name of the Scott Trade Center? So that should have everybody yeah, come back. Oh, sweet. yeah. yeah. Come on. Come back, flocking. guys. It's now the Enterprise Center. Come on back in. We got this. Come on. I do hope Come that on. does it. Come on, guys. It's not going to be a green color scheme. Come on in, guys. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. That's uh, no, not great numbers. Guys. No. Really so, do you think we should merge the city and county? Is it time? I'm not. I'm not sure. I don't. I don't know what are the benefits to that. There's a lot. What are the drawbacks to it? People lose jobs in the government issue or areas. Yeah, I have to. You know, I, I know there's there's been a call for that for a long time. Yeah. And what is all that involved too? Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to look more into that. I've I've just heard it being you know batted around for a long time. Right. I'm not really sure the specifics of it. You know, ever since the whole soccer stadium thing came and went, that was that has been kind of a catchphrase of merging city and county. You know, we need to do that. What does that involve, and what does that mean? Is it a vote? I'm sure it's a vote. And I'm sure there's a lot of paperwork. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of paperwork involved. Like, at least, like, at least... Five pages of paperwork. <laughs> I bet you not wow! only. I bet you not only have to sign things. You probably also got to initial things. Like you have to have, like front and back of your license. Yeah, notarized as well. Yeah. yeah. 
We're going to need more paper. I know that. All right, cool. Here's at least six colored tabs that are posted on that. Oh, that you yeah. Sign and, and, Never mind. Never mind. And initial. Sign that's, that's why they haven't done it. <laughs> so maybe you have to wake up the mayor. We're going to have to collate things, I'm sure. Nah. <laughs> Excuse me, mayor. We're looking on uh, combining the, the city and county. Huh? <laughs> Whatever happened to the soccer boat? Oh. <laughs> Mayor, we have a Metrolink now that's going to go north and south. Oh, that's good. That's cool. Choo-choo's are nice. I'll sign it. Meet me at the soccer stadium. <laughs> we'll take the trolley. All right, now let's get to, uh, <laughs> let's get to uh, some of your emails. Uh, ratio at 1057thepoint.com. Jeff, please. Corey emailed in this morning saying, a big fan, been listening uh, for quite a while now. Love the podcast on the way home from work. Heard us talking about the PGA Championship on the show yesterday. And, Riz, you had mentioned that one of your dreams is to hold the quiet please sign at a golf yes. tournament. Well, he works across the street from where our new studio is going to be at the Creevecore Golf Course, and he invites you to come out to the tee box anytime and hold up a sign yeah, that's that says it. quiet. <laughs> just on a Tuesday, like a Tuesday afternoon. Just okay. He said he'll make a custom sign that says shush, by the way, for How you. How funny would that be if you just showed up and did that on like a random day? And like all of a sudden a foursome of 90-year-old men come up and you're just holding the sign. Quiet, please. Like, can you get the hell out of our way? What are you doing here? It's my job. <laughs> It's a young man's game. Quiet. You better get your shoulder. I've been going. assigned to the to the third, and mm. uh, my job here is to keep people quiet. So that's right, don't that's stop no, a dream. That's no Shut par three. Face. That's a that's a par five. So <laughs> Shut your face. He also invites us to come play golf. He said first rounds on us. Oh wow, that's oh, great. Sweet. Okay. Uh, how, how funny would it be? If Riz starts a new trend where instead of the guy holding up the signs that say shush, he just sits there in a recliner. And when somebody starts talking, he goes, enough of that. <laughs> hey, no, just, hey, no, hey, 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 oh, hey, oh, wow, we're doing this. Next. Uh, we talked about perforated foods, oh, yeah, which is yeah. just hilarious for me to say that out loud. Do you, do you break off the Kit Kats or do you just bite them? Uh, this guy lives in High Ridge, D-A-M-O-N, Damon, Damon, I guess maybe okay. Damon. Anyway, shows the best, loves the podcast, works perfect with the schedule. Question, the other day when we were talking about that, what about Nutty Bars? And we all know what Nutty Bars are, right? There's the wafers. The wafer the chocolate and the chocolate and the wafers. peanut butter. Wafer, chocolate, peanut butter, that yeah. sort of thing. How do they come? They come in two-pack bars, or at least the ones that I yeah, have, yeah. and you break them apart, and then you eat, and you eat well, it. I don't, you don't, I don't even them. think they're, they're not together. They're just two they're just in, a, in, a, in a package. Yeah. Oh, you guys yeah, aren't getting the melted. fancy ones done. They're, not, they're never together. You're getting I, I, I the melted ones. Yeah. <laughs> My point is, he says that he likes to take the layer of wafer off, and it's really cool when you get chocolate and peanut butter on both the top and the bottom, so he pulls the wafer apart and eats it a little bit at a time. My question to him is, how much pot are you smoking? Oh, no, 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 no. That's, I think that's a that's a not a known thing but a nutty bar i've never seen that oh it's, it's, it's listen i'm a food dissector like, like you guys know how i eat oreos i do that stuff like that i mean and this is i don't pull it apart i bite it apart so like i'll bite the top layer off eat that bite the middle layer off is eat it the that, same as a nutty part. buddy let me see it's it's no nutty buddies are the are the, uh, the, the the cookies the, yeah with the peanut butter nutty bars are the chocolate with the, the with the, the long wafer with the it's chocolate what you're thinking of you described it perfectly it's like a fat yeah, that. yeah that's them that's yeah. a nutty bar i have that you box those in my, apart? In yeah, my yeah. with your no. teeth with your no. teeth oh uh, no i'll just eat those regularly see, no no, no. see no. i pull it apart but my then you're going against the kit kat rule but again no what do you mean i'm going against the kit kat rule that's not how this was designed to be it's not a this is not a perforated item and he's perforating it. I think so? this is this is more of a layered item. So, you there's nothing wrong with that. 
Uh, but neither is neither is an Oreo. An Oreo is an Oreo. That's a layered item. Yeah, that's layered. Layered item, not a perforated item. Purists. I'm not. No, I'm not a purist. I'm. I'm not a purist on. You have to eat things the way that they were given to you. But if something is perforated, then you eat that with the perforation. Except for the gram, because you said yesterday that you don't do the gram crackers like that. No, I said that I break them once and half skis. There have been times where I've broken. Yeah, the, the the gram crackers. They That's come got in multiple sheets. perforation. It's multiple perforation. Okay, they come so in they, long sheets almost. It's choice. Okay, fine. Yeah. That's fine, Moon. <laughs> That's if you ever, square food. If no you rectangles. ever get a paper towel, if you ever get a paper towel, <laughs> if you don't tear them off rectangle by rectangle, I will murder you. Well, that's premeditated, first of all, and you're going to jail. You better, you better follow the rules of preparation, preparation, both of them. I can say rules. Somebody held my tongue. So serious. There's a lot of rules going on here. This is Justin. He says, "Hey guys, the podcast isn't working on 1057thepoint.com's website. It hasn't been working all week. It's been going to. I've been going to podcast1.com website. It's a real pain in the ass to make two extra clicks. Ha ha." I can only assume this is somehow King Scott's fault. <laughs> it's not working on our website? No. Ever since the uh, switch over to the new site, you cannot listen to the podcast on the website. It's best downloaded on iTunes or any type of podcast apps. All your podcast directories. Oh, really? Okay. Is that yep. a new thing? Yeah, well, I haven't gotten word on... on did, did they tell you if, if we're going to have that? Well, I'm, we will have that. I just don't know when. When? Yeah, and it's yeah. not Scott's fault. No. I mean, I'll take the blame like for it. i say it is. Thank you. It's Scott's fault. It's Scott's fault. You. That podcast, just do the Podcast One app. That's a quick download. Yeah. All right, one more, Jeff. Okay, you got it. Uh, Tiffany wants to know how, uh, I say we, but the entity that is this place goes uh, about picking bands for Point Fest. Oh, what we do is we have a uh, dartboard. And we just put bands on there. And we just throw darts. Right. We shut our eyes, and each one of it gets one dart. Yep. And we just, you know, up up against the dartboard, and we we'll right. see who wants to play. Sorry about your shoulder that one time, uh-huh. by the way. It's when Riz played. <laughs> it got away from me. <laughs> Riz had to do a solo set that well, time. Well, we have a tail, and we call it we call it pin the tail on a band. Mm-hmm. And uh, we spin you around a couple times, and we. Uh, Oh, shine down again, huh? Great. <laughs> no, I'll say it takes our boss, Tommy. I mean, months to put these shows together. Think about all these different bands going different places. And to get them in one place for a day. That's a difficult thing. That's an art. There's an art to that. There's there definitely is an that. art to that. And it's skill working with promoters and working with management. And, you know, he's got a budget. There are times when it's like, oh, this band is going to come through at this time. Why don't we hang on until this particular month? That sort of thing. That is respect in the industry and a skill. Mm -hmm. There's so much stuff that goes into it. And I think there's nobody better than our boss. That's 100% At putting together these shows. Only because you don't do it. If you did it, you would do it better, obviously. I wish I could do something like that. I don't have the the patience. Yeah. By the way, uh, real quick, the, uh, the podcasts are on the website. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. That's great. So this person probably- That's, that's emailed, recent. He probably checked you know, last week when it switched and saw it wasn't on there and then just hasn't gone back. Go back. You're good. You're probably not hearing this, but- Refresh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how PointFest is put together. It's not like I want this. People get people get it mixed, mixed up like, well, why don't you have this band play? Well, maybe they're not available. Right. 
you can't just call up a band and say, I want you playing on this day. That's There's a lot that goes into it. That's always my favorite. When the, You guys didn't get Guns N' Roses this year? Yeah. Okay. When the lineup comes out and people are like, this would have been a much better show if you had a Breaking Benjamin. Well, they were in California on that date. Sorry. like They had other plans. Yeah. They'll be through. Don't worry. I do like the dartboard idea, though. That is yeah. a good that idea. I can bring that up to that the boss if you'd like. All right, thank you all for your emails. Yeah, I believe you have until 8 o'clock tonight to get on to uh, BigBidSTL.com. BigBidSTL.com. It's an online, uh, online auction. Just a ton of great stuff on there. Everything from Captain Jim's fireworks to stuff from Mortuary's Jewelry to tickets over at the Enterprise Center. There's also a uh, St. Louis Cardinals... 10 tickets in a party suite with us, including uh, limo bus transportation. Well, how do you put a price on that? Well, I mean, you can. Oh, okay. And you can bid on it. <laughs> so, uh, bigbidstl.com, bigbidstl.com, and that runs until 8 o'clock tonight. Like, a lot of great stuff on there. Mm-hmm. Hey, there's some incredible stuff there. Grills and... Bridal stuff, hair treatments, tattoos, everything. everything. Boy, before we get to crap on celebrities, and uh, Jeff and I were watching this yesterday, there is a video that's gone viral. And this is so uncomfortable. It's very awkward. It's a uh, morning news report in San Diego. Happened back in April when they were covering an event where people run through an inflatable obstacle course. And this reporter, mm, I I had to start and stop it a couple times because it was so awkward. And stuff like that makes me cringe. Mm-hmm. You remember my um, the, the biggest St. Louis version of this? This is when the old Fox 2 morning show interviewed a couple of people from Motley Crue, I believe it was? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I don't know if that's still out there anywhere, but my goodness, it was so bad. Yeah, it was John Pertzborn, I believe. And April Simpson, I believe. Interviewing Motley Crue. And I believe they were told it was one, uh, there was two members, and they were told one of them was going to be Tommy Lee, and it didn't turn out to be Tommy Lee. Yeah, it was Lee. Nikki Six and, and Vince Neil, I and think. And that's when they started making fun, and uh, they were it was miserable. Well, anyway, this, uh, the first this reporter out in San Diego couldn't get his joke about inflation to work because they were, they were running through an inflation, inflatable obstacle course. I mean, it was... Awkward. You know, usually when you're talking about the world of inflation, you guys, you probably notice, is that a good thing or or not a good thing? Inflation. I'm sorry, the question again, Dave? Is is inflation in our world a good thing or not a good thing? He's, he's trying to do this tie-in with the inflatable obstacle course, and it's just this, it's not working. World. A good thing or not a good thing? It depends upon what the topic Generally. is. What are we talking about? Generally, inflation. If you yeah. have an inflatable boat, yeah, that's you, a good if you thing. heard the word, you right? But uh, generally, when you hear the word inflation, not economic. Something good come to mind? For oh me, my God. yeah, yeah. Well, let me tell you that you're right about. If you say good, you're right because this is the world of inflatables. Ooh, swing and a miss. 
Plus, the anchor in the studio is being a dick, by the way. Yeah, I think at first you noticed that he didn't respond right away. I think he was already in the kitchen getting coffee, thinking this report was going to take care of itself. And then he kind of, yeah. What make a sure, stretch make, to yeah, begin help with. Help me though. out. Pass the ball back. I'm checking the ball. Yeah. Turn toss it well, back. Yeah. Scott, make sure we post this video. It, just hearing the audio doesn't do any job. But but at the same time, like if I'm gonna if I'm gonna come at you with that, I need to run that by you first. Like, hey man, I'm gonna rap with you for a second. Kind of roll with me here. I'm gonna ask you about inflation. Okay. But if I just if I just throw out that out at you, you're gonna go, huh? But what? Wait, what? And then he catches the volunteers off guard with lame questions like. What kind of fun do you think you're going to have today? <laughs> the good kind. Hey, okay. in, th- in three to five sentences, can you describe fun to me? And, and he asked he asked one girl a question. She doesn't even answer. Yeah. I, I don't know. And I don't then know. he finally interviews the festival mascot, Mr. Wacky. What kind of fun do you think you're going to have today? Um... Lots of fun. Lots, uh, lots of, fun. of fun. That's a, that's a good kind. Yes. Um, uh, helping, just helping everybody. So, Liam, what do you? Here's the best one. I didn't hear the question. I'm sorry. What can't even hear the question. <laughs> I dozed. Sorry. What was the question? What kind of fun are you gonna have today? So, Liam, what do you? I didn't hear the question. I'm sorry. What kind of fun do you think? I'm sorry. <laughs> you can find here. All kinds, all yeah. kinds of fun, bouncing fun. Yeah, so far I think so because this is a place where kids and families can come and kind of bounce around. But you need something, and I'm going to have everyone do it like a magic chant. Repeat after me: Abracadabra, one, two, three. Abracadabra, one, two, three. Now it's time to see what we see. Now it's time to see what we see. Oh my goodness. How's everybody doing? My name is Mr. Wacky. Welcome to the Inflatable Run. Give me a... I'm Mr. Wacky. <laughs> did you notice, though, that he answered every one of the questions yeah. he asked? Yeah. Did, did, you hear, did you hear Mr. Wacky? Oh, yeah. What we see. Now it's time to see what we see. Hello, everybody. Oh, my goodness. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Goodness. How's everybody doing? My name is Mr. Wacky. Welcome to the Inflatable Run. Give Mr. Wacky a nice round of applause. Everybody. Now, does that mean that everybody here becomes an inflatable today? Do they want to be inflatables today? Do you guys want to be inflatable? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Wacky, let me see everybody do their Mr. Wacky then. All right. Woo! <laughs> right now, the producer's going to the, to the desk anchor. Mark, where <laughs> the hell up? Oh my God, he's no Chris Renier. I mean, Chris Renier would have handled this from, totally uh, different. Channel from Fox too. too, he would have handled sure. this. I mean, seriously, if you and if you see it, Mr. Wacky is basically that blow up thing. Yeah, that's wiggly outside guy. of cell phone stores. He's the wacky, or, wavy, wavy, inflatable yeah, wiggly guy. And you know thing. he's at the local bars. You know, can't tell about Mr. Wacky if you guys <laughs> knew that or not. <laughs> Had a club soda, Mr. Wacky. <laughs> Put it on Mr. Wacky's tab. <laughs> the Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. Is there a Mrs. Wacky? No. <laughs> there certainly is not. All right, make sure you uh, check out the very awkward interview. Is there a Mrs. Wacky? At uh, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. Brought to you by Lena's Pizza, St. Louis's only frozen pizza made with 100% real Provel cheese. Fashion designer Kate Spade 
found dead in her New York City apartment yesterday. This is a crazy story. I know you guys all know about this. She committed suicide by hanging herself. She was only 55 years old. And man, she left a note behind. The whole thing has not been released, but part of it was supposedly says that there was a message to her 13-year-old daughter saying that this wasn't her fault, and if she wants to know whose fault it was, ask daddy. Oh, yikes. Kate's husband and business partner, Andy Spade, was in the uh, was in the apartment at the time. Daughter was at school. It was a maid who found Kate's body. Uh, Kate's company has over 140 retail and outlet stores in the United States, more than 175 internationally. And uh, yes, she was married to Andy, who is the a- uh, brother of actor David Spade. Yeah, so there's, uh, so Kate Spade was David Spade's sister-in-law. Sister-in-law, yeah. And I saw an interview last night with uh, Kate Spade's sister, and they said this was entirely not unexpected. They tried to get her help for years. Oh, it was not unexpected. It was not unexpected. I know she lived with depression, and also the husband apparently was uh, apartment shopping and wanted to leave her, and she did not want they the marriage to They tried to, to end. get her help for, for many, many years. And uh, the sister, the sister, obviously devastated, said, you know, there's only so much you could do right, to get somebody help. Yeah, either way, it, it just... It all very, they said, very much sucks. They, they said that uh, she was very fixated on Robin Williams' suicide. Oh, when really? it happened back in 2014, she was very fixated on that. So they said she may have had that in her head since since back then. And I, I know we were uh, we had all read about that uh, she used a doorknob, I guess it was, to supposedly hang herself. Didn't Robin Williams, wasn't there a door or a doorknob involved as well? Yeah. I think so. And this is kind of weird and, and ironic and, and whatever, but on Jeopardy, Monday night, right before she was found dead the next morning, she was actually the subject of a question. She made a name for herself in the 1990s with her handbags. KS. Leslie. Who is Kate Spade? Kate Spade. That correct response puts you in the lead with 5,800. And wow. I also found out from doing a little bit of the research on her this morning, she is from uh, Kansas City, Missouri. Or was born in Kansas City, Missouri as well, so... By now, People Magazine is saying that Kate Spade's family is disgusted that sister claimed suicide was not unexpected. I don't understand the point in even saying that. I don't know. Uh, Let me see here. The family is disgusted and saddened at this time of great sorrow. Kate's sister, who has been estranged from the entire family for more than 10 years, would choose to surface with unsubstantiated comments. Okay. All right. Harvey Weinstein uh, pleaded not guilty yesterday to those uh, to three felony counts in New York Supreme Court. He's been accused uh, uh, by more than 80 women of sexual misconduct, including rape, and is currently facing two counts of rape and one of first-degree criminal sex act charges. Uh, he's also in, under investigation in London and in L.A., but so far no charges there. He denies all allegations of non-consensual sex. He's free on $1 million cash bail. Anybody else see him get out of the vehicle and walk into the uh, courthouse? Yesterday, no. He's got a little hitch in his giddy up, and I know I, I understand Maybe that he's the got ankle monitor. I know he's got the ankle monitor because you can see it bulging on his right ankle when he gets out. But when he's walking, unless that thing's about 30, 40 pounds, 
He's just walking very, very soon. Unless he's always walked with that sort of gait. I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't remember either. I, I can't tell. I don't think I've ever seen him walk, yeah. to be honest with you. His lawyer was asked how he was doing, and he's like, well, I mean, he's doing about as good as you would think he could be doing. And he's still, he says, as ter- this is his lawyer, a quote from his lawyer, as terrible as, as uh, crime, as terrible a crime as rape is, it is equally reprehensible to be falsely accused of rape. And since Mr. Weinstein has denied all these allegations, that's where we are. So he will appear in court for a hearing on September the 20th. And on, by the way, on Friday, three more women filed lawsuits against Weinstein, his company, and actually his lawyers as well. So that Brian De Palma horror project that I talked about the other day, um, and it's basically going to be loosely based on Harvey Weinstein, that project now has a title, and it's going to be called Predator. He said that he's going to use the Toronto Film Festival as a backdrop for the Predator's attacks. And production is set to begin in about a year on that. So I'll be looking for that. Roseanne Barr's hit ABC sitcom. I don't know if you heard, but it was canceled. And after she has caused, obviously, those comments on Twitter. And she might be able to have another gig here. Did you guys hear about this gig? No. It's called X-Blaze. That's the adult entertainment studio that has offered her $150,000. To appear in a movie for them. What kind of movie, Jeff? That'd be a porno. The guy, the CEO, says, quote, Part of what makes you unique as an actress, this is the letter to her, entrepreneur and media personality is your attitude, specific beliefs, and your banging ass. Nope. (laughs) I made that part up. (laughs) He says that she's politically polarizing and all the tweets and all that kind of stuff. Obviously, it would draw a whole lot to a brand new uh, website. And uh, business, and uh, yeah, the scene sure is would. a BBW uh, scene. And if you don't know what that is, that's uh, is big, that beautiful Buffalo women. Wild wings? No, okay, <laughs> big, Something beautiful else. women. If you remember back in the day, Vivid actually offered her a gig uh, in a, uh, uh, I think it's a GILF. It was a GILF movie. Grandmothers, I'd like to friend. <laughs> I think is what the F stands for. So imagine she takes it. $150,000, I don't think she's going to be grabbing onto that. Uh, Richard Simmons and his caretaker slash driver have filed a lawsuit against a private detective. His name is Scott Brian Matthews, claiming he illegally planted a tracking device on her, his driver's car. Suit also says that this guy, the Simmons guy, follow, or this guy followed Simmons and his driver around when they were visiting hospitals. The end game was he was attempting to find out whether Richard Simmons was transitioning to becoming a woman. You remember this story mm-hmm. from the National Enquirer? And Richard Simmons uh, sued the National Enquirer, and I know I reported the fact that he that the lawsuit was that. thrown out. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize, and maybe I just don't remember. But the judge also ordered Richard Simmons to pay nearly one hundred thirty thousand dollars in legal fees for the National Enquirer. Yeah, I think that's a California law, where if you uh, sue and you lose. Then you got to pay court fees. That oh, is crazy. Fees. You know what? I think I remember you saying that back in the day too. And you remember the reason why the lawsuit was thrown out? Because calling somebody transgender or saying they're transitioning to being a, you know, they're transitioning is not a bad thing. It's not a put down. It's not a, a t- attack at right. your at your character, according to them. Uh, Jared Leto's uh, his take on um, on the Joker was not well received. Correct in Suicide Squad. Uh, it was it was pretty over the top. Oh, people hated it. That was one of the things that people said that they hated about I it. Didn't, I didn't think it was terrible. Oh, people! That, I mean, that was one of the main reasons that that movie didn't do as well as it should have. I think it was he just took it very far with the sending, you know, sending uh, co-stars, you know, dead rats, and right because that's what the Joker would do. Yeah, 
Well, Warner Brothers obviously taken uh, taken everybody's messages to heart here because now they're in talks to have Jared Leto do his own standalone Joker movie. Uh, no, nothing other than that as far as a date or when production starts or any of that kind of stuff. But it looks like that's what they're uh, going to be doing. They're going to be doing. Did he uh, take a lot of heat for that, Jared Leto? I don't, I don't remember that part. I just think I that- remember him kind of talking negative about it. Kind of like distancing himself from it almost immediately. I don't really think he got that much flack for it. I just don't think it was a great movie. He gave the studio a bunch of flack because they cut... They, that, they that quote was it. unquote. Yeah, yeah that's what, it was. what made him so cool. Right. Yeah, there wasn't really a lot of him in it. Yeah, there was almost. And nothing. that's what he was saying. He was saying that that they, I think he said something along the lines that he they should take all the footage of him that they didn't use in the movie and make it make it, it make standalone it's movie, movie. <laughs> out, of, out of that footage. Well, they're doing something like that. Uh, Donald Glover's having a pretty good year. Obviously, he was in that Solo, a Star Wars movie. Also, uh, I don't know if you heard of Childish Gambino, made headlines with This Is America, that video. And now he's going to be in reboot number two, so it would be the third version of Willy Wonka. Oh, really? What? He is in talks to star in it. He's on the short list along with Ryan Gosling and Ezra Miller. I can see it. I can see it. I can see it. I'm not watching it. <laughs> I hated the Johnny Depp version. I thought that was a Johnny Depp version. Piece of garbage. The Johnny Depp version you got to watch another time. Yeah, I didn't it's hate not that. Bad. I thought it was pretty good. It's not wow. bad. It's not. Listen, it's not the Gene Wilder version. No, that's, that's, that's there's one really wonker to me. It's Gene Wilder. But even the Gene Wilder version was supposed to be somewhat different, and and it's all based on a a book, right? Yeah, by Ronald Dahl, which I heard was completely. I think I think the Johnny the Depp film. version is closer to the book than the Willy Wonka Gene Wilder yes. version. But the Johnny Depp version is not terrible, honestly. It's not great. I didn't like uh, it when crazy. I first saw it, but I watched it with my You're going to tell me it's great? I think it's good. I don't think it's great. If you put the two of them up there in a cage match, the two of those movies but the, go you wouldn't dead. you wouldn't put them in a but, cage match. But I'm, but, not... I'm, but I'm asking you to. Well, and he's Which saying no. But that's silly. I'm going to I'm going to say no. Okay. Of course you would. What do you mean? Of course I would. Like I'm just. I mean, I'm asking you to give a simple answer to something. I, and and a simple answer when it comes to subjective art. Okay. Give me a break. Okay, man. Those are two would, completely different things. I would. I like the Gene Wilder version better. Okay, so there's your answer. Watching. I watched the newer version with my kids, and I'm like, you know what? It's not as bad as when I first saw it. Yeah, I, I watched it when it first came out, and I remember sitting there watching it going, this movie is terrible. Yeah, but you were comparing it to something, and you were comparing it to something that was so subjectively and I, and I always am solidified because it was a part of your youth. If you watch them both for the first time ever in the same day at 35 years of age, who who knows what you would think? I also went into it the first time I saw it trying to compare the two and they're they're almost you can't compare the two is it cool to hate the Johnny Depp version is that part of the problem or not I, I don't know I think I'm it's pretty cool to hate I'm Johnny not, Depp in general right now I'm not this guy well I'm just saying I'm, I'm, I'm saying in cult, general, culture yeah. wise yeah. If, and, and I'm not and I'm not saying anybody's opinion is wrong somebody in the chair I'm saying since wh- I didn't know an opinion could be absolutely wrong so it can be I'm just saying that is <laughs> you're telling me you, you're the one that's that's saying that an oh, no, opinion is absolutely wrong how how am I how how moon how <laughs> what how am I saying an opinion can be wrong when I'm saying which one do you like better pick which one do you like better I can't do that they're two di- they're two different films that, uh, okay and I was mocking my voice Oh my God! For the you love called of him Christ. stupid yesterday. And you know, he's getting me back. Still I haven't accepted I, the apology. And I apologize, but he's he's, he's old, not he's, taking it. 
He's in the right doing this. I got. Uh, I think it's three things on the blog for you guys to check out. There's a trailer for this new movie with Matthew McConaughey. It's called White Boy Rick. Have you guys heard about this or seen this yet? No. It I looks know. fantastic. It's based on. Saw the trailer. Uh, yeah. yeah. What do you think, Tony? I think it looks really cool. It's based on a, a true life uh, guy back 80, 1984 Detroit, and it's like a 14 year old boy who gets into the drug world and the guns world because dad did it and he and he's he turns into a snitch for the fbi and it looks fantastic what's it called it's called white boy rick and his name the kid's name is rick and he gets in with uh drug dealing and guns and he's the only white one around so they wind up calling him white boy rick and it's with matthew mcconaughey and it looks fantastic also it's a teaser it's not a trailer but a teaser for the new uh season of orange is the new black that's returning to netflix friday july 27th again teaser on the blog anybody heard of that show I did first season and then I just no. I watched got maybe bored. half the first season and kind of trailed off and got bored of it. Yeah, I got bored in season three. My wife loves that show, man. Loves it. I liked it for the shower scenes. Yeah, but you know, that's not every scene is a shower scene. That's that's my. my I was just about to say that's my wife, but not in for the shower scenes. She just she loves that show. Also, we got the trailer for Bumblebee. Have you guys seen this yet? Yeah, it looks awesome. Uh, Haley that? Steinfeld. It's the next in the Transformers movie. Uh, she buys a busted up VW Bug, uh, 1987, I believe it is. She starts fixing it up, and then it comes to life. It's a oh. prequel. Oh, oh, that's kind of cool. It's, a, it's the Bumblebee origin story, oh. essentially. Oh, and, that's awesome. Uh, guess who else is in it? Say it. Who? Antonio Banderas. John Cena. Oh, <laughs> oh a John Cena vehicle. Yes. <laughs> and it's the first Transformers movie written by a female, and uh, I believe she's also going to do the next, is it Catwoman movie? Possibly. It's one of the females' uh, uh, superheroes one. Anyway, it's in theaters this Christmas. You can check it out on the blog right now. CMT Music Awards on TV tonight on CMT. Also, American Ninja Warrior. Crabby Birthdays, Uncle Cracker is 44. James Monkey uh, Schaefer from Corn is 48. Paul Giamatti is 51. Colin Quinn is 59. Uh, Sandra Bernhard is 63. Harvey Firestein. Uh, Harvey. David. David. From Independence Day. <laughs> oh, 64. no way. Uh, un- Uncle, uh, what is it? Uncle Fred and Aunt Jack from uh, yes, uh, Mrs. Birdcage. Doubtfire. Oh. Yes, yes. Yeah, he's he's the uncle. Oh, Mrs. Doubtfire, yeah. Yes. Yes. Not Birdcage. Oh, <laughs> yep. Uh, today's Burton birthday of the day. He is the man behind Freddy Krueger. He played Freddy in the first eight Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Robert England is 71 years old. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Gianna Michaels. Today's birthday girl has been around more wieners than mustard, ketchup, and relish combined in 514 fine films, including Big Boob Milkshake, Boobs Like Whoa, Eat My Feet, Volume 1, Thanks for the Memories, Volume 1, Asses for the masses, and who can forget her unforgettable role in What's Up? I'm here for the gangbang. Gianna Michaels, <laughs> 35 years old. That's your porno birthday, your crappy birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. She uh, sounds like a chick that would have like high hair. Yeah, she sounds like a late think, 80s, early 90s. Late 80s, yeah. yeah. Like a high haired oh, porn star. She's 35. She's 35. Yeah, and, and I think she's smoking. Is she? Smoking cigarettes? That's, That's not, not good for you at all. Hey, don't forget, tomorrow is the next big St. Charles Motorsports Bike Night. Starts at 6 o'clock. Counter Girl Search, myself will be up there with uh, Jeff and Patrico DJing. Weather's supposed to be nice, no no rain. Wear shorts, though. It's going to be uh, it's gonna be warm. Yeah, it is. So tomorrow, big St. Charles Motorsports beginning at 6 o'clock. Hey, do you know what? Uh, 
There's going to be some new iPhone features. Apple announced this week a new feature called Digital Health. That's designed to keep you from getting too addicted to your phone. Did you see this? There was some big Apple announcement. Mm-mm. Yeah, I saw I saw a couple things from this announcement. I, I don't know what the digital health is, but I saw a couple. Well, what are the, yeah, what are the, I was trying to decipher what what Apple's going to do now. The group FaceTime. Okay, which so looks now, like a hot mess. So now thirty, I think it's what thirty two people could be yeah. in on a FaceTime call. Yeah, thirty two, which reason, is which is a hot disaster for whatever reason you'd want that. Also, they're releasing a uh, hundred and fifty new emojis. Also, like facial recognition emojis. They already have those. Yeah. Oh, they do. That's for the, the only if you have the iPhone X. If you if you took out, I thought that was a new thing now. If you took out a second mortgage and you have, uh, <laughs> and you also got a loan, you can get the iPhone X and you have that on your phone. I th- I thought that was a new thing. Maybe now for all the phones. Oh, is it for all of them? I don't know. That would be. But I saw dope. something. So you have an emoji, and whatever face you're making, your emoji makes. Them. They call it an emojis. Okay. Mm-hmm. Whatever. For whatever reason, we need that. The uh, the thirty person thing I think is 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 good for a lot of people. I mean it's it's a uh, you can do a lot of conference call meeting style things that people are doing anyway on uh, on Skype type apps mm-hmm. and and all that. It's I think it would be kind of nice to have it built in. My lady uses those people all huh? all the time. She has these uh, workout groups. Oh, well, there you go. And they they talk. Then you know, she is weekly. the target audience for that. Yeah, and that would be perfect for her. Well, that's great. Good for her. Then she's happy. <laughs> that's just, nothing for me. Just from the iPhone X. Oh, it's the uh, it's, it's 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 the ten iPhone ten or whatever whatever the hell they're are they calling it the ten or no, is it the X? No, if you say a ten to yeah, it's the I, X. I said that it's to an Apple 10. employee and he almost not. I was going to say yeah, it's really? not called I thought the ten. It was it's the, 10. The, no, it's the no. tenth version, but they call it the X. <laughs> I was going to say I remember us joking about it calling it the ten, but is the iPhone X? Ten. Yeah, but it is iPhone X. He I almost got socked for it. Really? Oh yeah. He goes, man. It's the, it, but I've been looking like a fool this whole time. Yeah, he goes, it's the X, man. Wow. And I said the exact same thing. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, but it's like it, that's ten. And he goes, it's not the ten. That's why it's called the X. Was this at an Apple store or at a car- at a cell phone carrier? store? It's a good friend of mine, but it was at the Apple store. Is he I work thought they there? They were saying it was yeah. meant to be called. Uh, Look that up. Pissed if it's off a man in a kilt. The X of the ten. <laughs> Never upset a man in a kilt. Because I thought originally they were saying it. It looks like the X, but you call it the ten. Mm. I mean, I could be mistaken. Probably not, though. He's the professional. I'm going to go with what he says. So this digital health thing. So it lets you uh, do things like track usage and limit how long you could use specific apps. Obviously, they don't want it to work too well, though. Mm-hmm. So you're putting parental controls on yourself. Basically, digital health is what this new feature is on the iPhone. Which, honestly. They still want you to be a little addicted, though. People, Come on. people <laughs> need it. Oh, of course. <laughs> Patrico, we got an answer? Uh, it says it goes either way. It's a, what's his name? Tim Cook. Yes, he said iPhone 10, but other Apple officials are saying iPhone. X. I'm going to go with what the CEO says. Yeah, every single developer and designer went, "You idiot! Why?" Yeah. <sighs> Tim, 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 Tim. Tim's the guy, though. Okay, I'm just Apple saying has settled the debate once and for all. The company said iPhone X is originally meant to be pronounced iPhone 10, but it is now known throughout the entire company and its users as iPhone all X. Right, so I'm a little yeah, right. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're a little right. Yes. I'm gonna use. I'm gonna call him today. <laughs> bottom say, line hey. is. Bottom line the, is I'm right. We figured out how right Riz is. Tim Tim Cook <laughs> says. Tim Cook says yes. I called it the Apple iPhone 10. But it's okay to call it the iPhone X, just like a pair of Beats X headphones. You don't walk around going saying, "Hey, these are Beats 10s. 
Okay. You say these are the beat X headphones. Did he? Did Tim Cook mention if it's GIF or GIF by chance? <laughs> you know that that the, creator, the creator of GIF said it's, said it's GIF. GIF. I, say, I that, mean, what? That article, the history and the facts, did not actually exist in the universe until moments ago when Riz said that. When I wrote it, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and when I wrote it, history when was quickly, rewritten. When I quickly wrote it. <laughs> so now all these psychologists are coming out saying, "All right, you don't need this new feature called digital health." To, to curb you from using your phone. There are little there are little things that you could do to help you out as far as your, your addiction to your phone goes. Like uh, turn off some of your notifications. Just reducing the number of dings and alerts that pop up on your screen actually help. You know, trash the ones you don't need and only get notifications for stuff that's actually urgent, like maybe emails and texts. Okay. What? How else am I going to be reminded that this candy needs to be crushed? <laughs> hey, it's been a while since you crushed some candy. <laughs> There's a backlog. I mean, this candy needs to be crushed and I nobody just, else is I available. just downloaded this game called, and this is gonna, it's not filthy, this game called Love Balls. <laughs> and I just love how every day it's like, pink ball and blue ball miss each other. It's time to make them love. See, <laughs> shut that stuff off. Why? It doesn't bother me. Keep telling yourself that. These are for people that are bothered by it. That don't bother me. Keep telling yourself that. I'm doing just fine. Yeah, okay. I don't have an alcohol problem. Oh, boy. Oh, be mindful about scrolling. What the hell? <laughs> Wait a minute. What the hell? Hey, the notification <laughs> thing, by the way, is fantastic. I'm talking about addiction here. It's fantastic for the addiction, but it's uh, it's uh, it can be detrimental to your health if your friends are angry with you and give you crap on the radio about That's not getting back That's if they murder you, yes. That's true. Uh, they say be mindful about scrolling. It's easy to lose track of time when you're scrolling through endless posts on you know Facebook and Instagram. So just pay just pay closer attention to it. Uh, don't get sucked in by using apps for everything. You know, have you ever used your your phone to jot down a note and found yourself checking Instagram on reflex? Like, oh, let me uh, let me just open oh, up my notepad. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I got my phone open. Let me just see what's. Uh, let me see if I got any Twitter mentions. Yeah. Cut down on that stuff by going old school. You know what? A couple things like actually using a notebook or an actual alarm clock. I use an actual alarm clock every you know, morning. I, st- I started doing that again. Uh, is taking notes in a notebook, and I had two notebooks, and one was for like for for uh, bills and just like clerical things, you know, and then the mm-hmm. other one was for ideas and all that. I've lost them both. <laughs> uh, dude, it's been it's been yeah, less than two weeks. Your phone. I, I, I can't find them. <laughs> Here's, here's another one. This is interesting. Make your screen black and white. Most phones give you a grayscale option. And studies have shown that all those bright colors are a big part of why you're so addicted to your phone. It helps with your battery, too. Grayscale? Who the hell wants to do that, though? Come oh, on. have you done it? It's depressing. I have, I'm not yeah. doing that. It's, uh, well, I've done I've it before it. to save battery, do, and do, it is startling. Do you guys do nighttime mode? It oh, automatically yeah, it goes does orange. That, doesn't it? Well, no. I mean, you, you have to set it to automatically do it. I never set anything. It goes... Maybe I did. I was going to say, you hit something that hit okay when you first turned on your phone. Maybe I did. And went through the options, but I love it. That's fantastic. Wait, now, what does it that like mean? At nighttime, it, makes oh, it, it just, has like a yellowish tint, yeah. and it's easier on your eyes. So when you do go to bed, it's not like you've been staring at a computer screen. Oh, so screen startling. Anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. We were all addicted. Come on. Just admit it. Yeah. Yeah, you know it's time to put the phone down when you're actually scrolling through LinkedIn. That's when you go, ah. Listen, I've seen every one of you leave your phone in your car and then run out to go get it. Mm -hmm. 
Which is worse, the fact that we left our phone in the car or the fact that you've never done it because it's always on you. I know. I'm a, I have a problem. <laughs> I mean, you're scrolling through your stuff right now. Right now. You're <laughs> what are you even saying? I don't even know. I'm a phone on my hands. What's scrolling. that? Yeah, uh-huh. Right? You're all addicted. Alright, time for some news. Oh yeah, we're gonna do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. Uh, police are looking for a missing 16-year-old girl from North County and her infant child. Tremia Carter was last seen at the North Hanley Metrolink station on Sunday with her three-month-old daughter, Livia Carter. And police say that she was supposed to take the Metrolink to Illinois to go meet the baby's father, 18-year-old Jawan Clark, uh, she never made it back to her guardian or made contact with anyone. So she, she, I guess, made it to Illinois but never came back. And police think she may still be with Jawan. And the problem here is that they both lack the resources to take care of the kid. So if you have any information, uh, any information on where they are, call the police. And it must be really bad if it's an 18-year-old and they're saying, hey, this guy doesn't have the skills to take care of a three-month-old. Yeah. No resources, no skill. Oh, man. Uh, Shooting last night in St. Charles, this was at a house near the intersection of Fifth Street and Bainbridge. A 53-year-old man found dead on the front porch, shot in the torso. Apparently, police have had a problem with this house in the past. They've been there a bunch of times. Two persons of interest uh, were arrested at the house after barricading themselves. Yeah, in I was going to say, it was a hostage situation for a while there. Like, they they all knew each other. It wasn't like just a random hostage, but they were, were not letting the person leave mm-hmm. the home. A big turnout last night at Eureka's Board of Aldermen meeting. And I guess officials are reconsidering the town's pit bull ban. Good. And supporters of the meeting say that that... that that bad behavior is not just isolated to pit bulls. Like, pit bulls should not be singled out for this ban. 100% agree. And listen, the board decided not to repeal the ban, but they voted to review the city's wording on violent animals. And currently, Eureka has a ban on owning a pit bull or even a pit bull mix. So if you have any pit bull in your dog, any pit, you, you're not allowed to live in Eureka. Or your dog's not allowed to be there. And they were, I know, Channel, I think it was Channel 5, they quoted a woman who said she wanted to move to Eureka, but, you know, she has a, she has a pit bull and she, you know, she can't live there. I drove past that building where that meeting was happening and it, I mean, it was cars filling the parking lot up and down the street as well. So people were very passionate, but I know I've heard more than one story of people that went to buy housing. I mean, went to the, to as far as buying a house. And then they found out about that and did not move to Eureka. And I can tell you, I've been there for 15 years. I had no clue. There was even a pit pit bull ban. No idea whatsoever. There is. Yeah. I, I have been involved or experienced a bite from a dog three times. Oh, for three. When it comes to pit bulls, none of those dogs were pit bulls. It's not about the breed. It's about the owner and how the dog is raised. Listen, you could raise a Yorkie. To be vicious. A Yorkie doesn't have the clamp. Strength, though. That can break a bone. To be 
deadly. There was a situation. there was a dog that lived down the street at our old house growing up that was a chocolate lab, exactly like my dog. Almost could have been twins. They look exactly the same, and it was the meanest dog I've ever experienced in my life. Well, you, you would look at the dog, and it would start going nuts, and it wanted to just rip your skin from. Well, your don't body. you have a dog that is, has pit bull in it? Yeah, my 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 littler. Well, of so the obviously two. you're passionate about. Yeah, but no, I mean like that. I mean that's that's not the reason I'm passionate about it. I'm passionate about this regardless because again, it's not the breed of dog. Just so, like not so, every person were, is a criminal. So, you, sometimes it is. But if you had a kid, I, but it's not. But if you had a kid that was bit by a pit bull and the pit bull wouldn't let go, and your kid was maimed. You'd think the uh, you'd think the other way. Yeah, but yeah. look online. There's stories of collies doing that, and there's yeah, stories yeah, of, of of every animal doing that. And and, and to combat your point here, Moot, well, and I saying, haven't made my point. But. Well, I'm, you're saying it, it is sometimes the breed. Look at like um um some some videos of like lions and tigers that are act like kitty cats when it comes to people. Yeah, yeah. But, but then when they maul somebody, the planet goes, "It's a lion, dummy." Uh, and course. I believe lions are not allowed in Eureka, Missouri. No, either. there is a ban on lions. <laughs> no, I uh, listen. I, I is understand. There, though? I want to see the book. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. I understand both sides of this argument. Un- unfortunately, uh, a lot of these breeds have been wiped out almost because of fear culture and right. and 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 spinning it incorrectly. Like the Doberman. The Doberman was one of the most popular breeds in the seventies and eighties, and then they got a bad rap for for certain things. And it was uh, and same for Rottweilers. You know, they had a yeah. bad rap. They were they were typecast in movies as the as the the killer dogs and all this. But, and sometimes that's super unfair, and I do think the majority of these pit bull bans is very unfair. Although, like Jeff said, it does matter on the breed sometimes. And you got breeds like Akitas or Huskies that are bred for certain things, and they do have a little switch sometimes in their head that they can be the greatest family dog, and that's what always starts these stories off, we, and then they kill the three-year-old. We all are in agreement that Poodle should be banned. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> 100%. Blanket yes. Poodle ban, period. I don't Especially think they're... Especially when they have those haircuts with the puffy things on their legs. Oh, yeah. I mean, what is that about? <laughs> what is that about? Those owners should be banned as well. <laughs> yeah. I totally agree with you, Tony. Is It is about the owners and how the dogs are raised. I don't believe the pit bull ban should be in existence. You could take but, any type But you of... can't say that it's not about the breed. It, I mean... Dogs, the whole thing about dogs is about the breed. Yeah, but again, I mean, I can have, uh, like you said, okay, I can have a, a, ch- a Yorkie and a Pitbull you don't have, want a the same, anyway. have the same attitude, okay? <laughs> have the same attitude and both be aggressive and both be violent, but people are always going to talk about the Pitbull because the Pitbull can do more damage I, than the I'm, Yorkie. I, I'm on, on Twitter looking at our feed here, and it's one guy going, it's about the breed. And then another person, the next person is, blame the deed, not the breed. Then you no can such go, thing as a bad dog, only bad dog owners. Then you can uh-huh. go to research that says a whopping two-thirds of hospitals' dog attack injuries are just two breeds, pit bulls and rottweilers. Yeah, yeah and you can't – I get the blame that again the, is not the breed, size. but, but – you can't. You, they're not. No such thing as a bad dog. I'm sorry, dude. Then we would all have wolves. Like you can't have a wolf because Listen, the breed you could have numbers. Matter. You could you could have numbers for both sides. Mm-hmm. You could pull up stats that that would would please both sides. Right, but I'm just saying biology and science does weigh in on this. But once again, I say, when you have a dog that has a haircut like like a Q-tip. <laughs> if it has a dandelion for a tail, uh huh, poodles. 
<laughs> you really don't like poodles, poodles huh? No thanks. <laughs> I have heard poodles can, and and that's a great one. Those dogs can be some of the most amazing dogs ever. And I've also I've and met some violent mean. ones. <laughs> me, which is funny because poodle is the perfect breed for you, Riz, because there's no shedding, no shedding. And it'll kill people for you. <laughs> that is your dog. And it bites you. It'll break the skin. Wow, you better watch just, out. We just figured it out. <laughs> uh, back in 2014, the night before Easter, a guy named uh, Christopher Heger died from a methadone overdose. And the woman who sold him the methadone, and that and that's a drug to, to wean you off heroin, right? Isn't that what they use methadone for? I believe so. To, yeah. I don't know. To wean you off or an alternative to. But the woman who sold him the methadone, uh, Jody Cordry, was sentenced yesterday by a judge in uh, St. Charles County to 15 years in prison. Wow. And here's the thing. She got 15 years from the judge. Prosecutors asked for 12 years. So the judge gave her more. And Jody's lawyer, of course, asked for probation for her. She's a married mother or two. Just got 15 years. A, a former commander at Scott Air Force Base is facing some serious allegations of sexual assault. Colonel John Howard has been charged with several counts of sexual misconduct after an investigation that took a couple months to do. Uh, court documents say that the colonel sexually assaulted an airman two times in April of last year up in Maine. In uh, those cases, he's accused of forcing a woman into... Uh, Oral sex without her consent. He's also accused of rubbing his groin on a senior airman in uh, in England, and talking sexually about his genitals. And Colonel Howard was fired from his command of the 375th Air uh, Mobility Wing last December. And the Air Force Office of Special Investigations is handling the case. So that's a pretty oh. big deal. It's a pretty high up guy. Yeah, it is. All right, we got to take a break. After the break. Anybody see the wackiness that was the national anthem ceremony at the White House yesterday? <laughs> what? I, there's one thing I noticed Man. from that, and I'm sure you're going to get into what? it. I don't know what was going on there it's yesterday. The head shaker. And uh, yes, Ambassador Rodman may be in Singapore at the same time the president has his meeting with Kim Jong un. The circus continues. Pseudo Show. All right, welcome back. Our phone number 314 969 dude 314 969 333. Head up the uh, chat room, studio cams, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz on our socials at RIZZ Show. So, this whole Super Bowl Eagles White House visit thing, it's just bizarre. Honestly, yesterday's thing was bizarre. I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. I don't care if you're a Trump supporter or a Trump hater. This is just just so weird yesterday. So with no Super Bowl champions to welcome, President Trump held his celebration of the American flag with Eagles fans. 
and as as I mentioned, it was odd. So when Trump found out that most of the Eagles didn't want to go to the traditional, you know, White House visit thing, he disinvited them. And he turned it into a celebration of America and the national anthem. What what a what a weird thing just to say in general. Like, hey, we are celebrating the anthem today. Okay. So remember he he scolded players for disappointing the one thousand fans planning to attend. But apparently they backed out too. Did you see pictures? I mean, these are clearly White House interns and staff members. Right. So a Philly reporter who was there could only find one or two Eagles logos in the crowd. And everyone everyone was, was wearing suits. Like they were government staffer, staffers and lobbyists. Because they, they were. Like go down there and be a Philly fan? Is that what you're talking Just about? Just go out there and stand there. So the reporter asked people who the Eagles quarterback of the Super Bowl was. And the first six people didn't know, and then the next few wouldn't comment. Big Eagles fans. After the event, I was just curious to know who these people were at this event today because we were told they were Eagles fans. Well, the first six people that I went up to, I can tell you this. I asked them, who was the quarterback during the Super Bowl for the Eagles? The first six people I asked did not know the answer. A couple people after that said no comment. We did find a couple people that did know the answer who were fans, but a lot of them were uh, Pennsylvania GOP members who were down uh, as a uh, pro-Trump event, and it happened to be an Eagles event. And then we also found a lot of people were there because they had an in with somebody who could get them into the White House for this event. So a lot of people there today, uh, not very in any way like a Dilworth Plaza, Philadelphia Eagles uh, pep rally. There was no fly, Eagles fly. At some point, uh, somebody said they heard a chant, but whatever it was, guys, it was uh, very faint in the background. Yeah, it's just weird. It looked weird, too. It looked awkward. Yeah. looks very uncomfortable. And, and in any event, the, the celebration for America was very brief, lasting about 10 minutes, and the president gave a quick statement about why it's important to stand for the national anthem, and uh, and then they then they they played the anthem. So we stand together for freedom, we stand together for patriotism, and we proudly stand for our glorious nation under God. So when they played the anthem, one one guy in the crowd kneeled. And then Trump joined the United States uh, Army Corps for a rendition of God Bless America. And as the uh, the internet pointed out, he didn't seem to know all the words. Sure he didn't. sure did not. Nope. That's what uh, I found. He looked like shocking. me trying to sing the hymns in church. Yeah, it was shocking. He, he dropped out several times and just nodded his head. What, what, what are you going to do when you got to fake your way through it? Just, just mouth the words watermelon? <laughs> yeah, they say watermelon. Yeah, watermelon. <laughs> like if you don't know the words for something, just mouth... Mouth the word watermelon, and it looks like anything. It would have. It would have been. <laughs> it looks so like much you know better. the words. It would have been so much better if he just wouldn't have sang. Like just stand there. Yeah, there was no. You don't have to sing. You could just listen to it. But mm-mm-mm. and and that was that was pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, we we should be spared this nonsense when it comes to uh, the NBA visit because uh, LeBron James and Steph Curry have already said that neither of their teams are planning to go if they win the title. Mm. Which is not surprising because the Warriors didn't go last year. And one last note, Fox News aired a photo of a couple Eagles players kneeling last season, but it was a pregame prayer, and it wasn't during the anthem. Because as a matter of fact, no Eagles players kneeled during the anthem last season. Fox later apologized. Wow. Like they said sorry. It was a 
Did they do it grievously, or were they just like, hey, we saw a photo of kneeling football players, so we just assumed? They were called out by one of the players. Oh, good Zach Ertz, like, tweeted them, like, this can't be serious. You guys should be better than this. What was the thing? I think the only thing the Eagles did, or some of the Eagles players, they did the uh, the fist raise, right? Yeah, nobody kneeled. But, nobody knelt. But, on and and honestly, if you if you saw the picture that Fox News was, was showing, it looked like they were kneeling during the anthem, especially when they were talking about the anthem, but it was not that. So Fox News did the right thing, and... Later apologized. So Dennis Rodman will be in Singapore during President Trump's uh, summit with North Korea next week with the dictator Kim Jong-un. And he might even help with the negotiations, maybe. He is uh, scheduled to arrive a day before the June 12th sit-down. And his source says no matter what you might think about his presence, one thing's for sure, the ratings will be huge. (laughs) A lot of times in situations that involve complex diplomacy countries like to identify ambassadors of goodwill and whether you agree with it or not dennis rodman fits that bill he does and ambassador rodman has uh has developed an unlikely friendship with kim jong-un in recent years and remember there was that documentary yeah that was the biggest train wreck i think i've ever seen oh my my god it was when he started singing sublime I, mean, I almost passed out. I was laughing so hard. Yeah, what's the, find out what that's called, because that is a must-watch. How crazy of a world are we in when we're like, I don't know, maybe Dennis Rodman might help. Well, de- remember, For anything. The, the, the documentary is about Dennis Rodman organizing the basketball game with all these fast yeah. NBA players. Yeah, yeah. Dennis, basketball diplomacy. Dennis Rodman's Big Bang in Pyongyang or whatever. Oh, it is. <laughs> Terrific. Terrific. So Dennis Rodman previously took credit for helping uh, Kim Jong-un better understand the president by giving him a copy of Trump's book, The Art of the Deal, back in 2017. So uh, Ambassador Rodman. Do you remember when Rodman had this opportunity to meet with all like of all of like the the high ups? I mean, not not Kim Jong-un himself, but like all of his like. Right hand men. No showed. No, no, no. no, no. And he got hammered. And he got hammered drunk. The next day, they were supposed to go skiing, and all the officials were like, We're not going anywhere with this guy. Yeah, I remember that. He was giving them hugs and kisses on their lips, and like, it was the strangest thing ever. Uh, Yesterday, the Miss America organization's new chairwoman, Gretchen Carlson, who used to be on Fox News. Uh, she announced on Good Morning America that the swimsuit portion of the annual contest is being scrapped and that contestants will no longer be judged on physical attributes. We are no longer a pageant. We are a competition. We will no longer judge our candidates on their outward physical appearance. That's huge. That's huge. And that means that we will no longer have a swimsuit competition. And that is official as of September 9th when we have our competition in Atlantic City. We'll also be revamping our evening gown competition phase as well. But look, we have always had talent and scholarship. And we need to message that part of the program better as well. But now we're adding in this new caveat that we're not going to judge you on your outward appearance because we're interested in what makes you you. Is that what a beauty pageant is? Yeah. I mean, yes. Well, I like people are, I am outraged. When was the last time you actually watched <laughs> yeah, why the, the hell? gave a crap about the Miss America badge? I always watch care. it every year, but I always turn it when it comes to the swimsuit competition. I just I don't objectify women like that. 
please. Who That's said right. that? And Nobody. They got, and they got rid of the gown category as well? They're revamping yeah. it, I think. The, the, I think well, every chick should come out so, and, and sweats now. So now it's just a talent show. From what, I read, talent show. From what I read, there the, the, the evening gown is being changed to, if you want to wear an evening gown, you can. If you want to wear a pantsuit, you can. If you want to wear a summer dress, you can. Wow. I just come out with your hair tied back and sweats on. That's sure, cool. why not? It's not about your looks. There's Don't so, shower. There's so many people in that business, too. Like the, the, the gown makers and the people that... Help help those girls get to this point, and I mean it's it's a huge operation. Well, like some guys, you know, I was yeah you know, looking on uh, social media, going, "Oh <laughs> man, what happened? This is America, and they're taking away the beauty part of the Miss America pageant." Honestly, sir, I don't even when know. when was the last time we turned that on? You're messing you're messing with my pageant. You know who's probably upset? Mario Lopez. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doesn't he usually host these things? I, yeah, I think so. <laughs> this, this is why I quit now the Thunder less, from Down Under. Now even less people reason. are going to watch. Uh, listen, Gretchen Carlson took over the organization after a, a scandal uncovered sexist emails sent between executives about the contestants. And she said that she's not concerned about the ratings. She's not concerned they may go down. Because the swimsuit portion didn't get great ratings anyway. Let's just say the whole thing didn't get great ratings. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like to tune in when Miss Georgia does uh, spinning plates. (laughs) That's why I tune in. She says people are actually more interested in the talent portion. Which is, to me, mildly surprising. You're a good-looking female and you can play the piano with a parrot on your head? I'm in. You got my vote. (laughs) I, I remember uh, yesterday watching, I think it was like Entertainment Tonight or the Daily Mix or something on TV, and they were talking to former pageant winners back in 1990. Like this was, they were talking, this is video clips from 90. And they were like, do you think that the bikini swimwear portion should be removed from the pageant? And the one lady sat there and she was like, I think that it should be removed because I just don't think we should be judged on the basis of how we look physically. I don't understand me winning this competition, what me strutting around in a bikini is going to do. First off, um, if you would have seen what she was wearing, she had earrings on that were the size of her face. I mean, like just in general, what she was wearing was obnoxious. And that is what a beauty pageant is, is it not? Yeah. To be judged on what you look like and what you are wearing. Well, but, among other things, yeah. But now, is it so much a beauty pageant as compared to a talent show? Well, and that's what the, the quote was. We're no longer a pageant. We're a competition. And I think that's yeah. how they're getting around that. Because back then in the 90s, they kept referring to it as beauty pageant, beauty pageant, beauty pageant, beauty pageant. Wasn't it the the Miss America beauty pageant? I thought so. I will tell you, my, my lady is a pageant winner, and she is furious. What does she say? She's pretty angry i mean she she was angry about it she's like you know what is this is it turning into a talent show uh america's got talent it covers all that ground she was talking about how like you know that um those gals when they get up there in in their swimsuits that's the best they've ever felt like the the confidence in which that that you know they they have and display and get to display during that because they worked their 
butts off. You, you know what I mean? Like to to get to this point, it's not something you just enter and you go, "Oh, look at this! Look at me in a bikini." Do you think Judge the lady that's playing the piano with a parrot on her head was born with that talent? <laughs> I'm just I'm saying she's just angry because she developed it. That's right. You got to train the bird. Uh huh. She she saw the inside and she knows all the 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 inner workings and the the hard work that goes into it from the behind the scenes people to to the girls themselves and uh, they know what they're getting into. They're 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 subjecting themselves to exactly what they know it already is. Right. They you know? know. Yeah. They know. There's no surprise. No. There's no surprise. It's not a surprise. You're being judged on your looks. No, that's absolutely a part of it, and they, and they work their butts off to get to a certain point where they feel confident, they feel the best in their life. You know, you know what I mean. So it's 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 kind of weird. I'm trying to find uh, some of the wacky answers to the questions that mm-hmm. are posed to some of these contestants. Uh, the Iraqs. The Iraqs. I can't find the clip. Let's see if you can find that clip. Yeah, some of the some of the answers are. Ugh. <laughs> Let's get to know a little about the about the contestants and <laughs> points to Iraq on a map. <laughs> hey, what was the question that she was given? What's your favorite color? Spaghetti. <laughs> okay. The Iraqs. <laughs> when you think about that, there's a lot of training that goes into the the, the media preparation. Oh, that. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. One more thing for you. Um, I guess having an unlimited number of vacation days might sound amazing. Yeah. Yeah, for, for, for a job. But it also might be a trap. So I guess there's this trend now to offer employees an infinite number of vacation days. And I guess this began back in the mid-90s. And, and now that's popping up in more places. Companies claim the policy works wonders and allows employees to create a better work-life balance and makes them happier. However, the truth Hmm. is often quite different. Usually tech companies and professional service companies have offered this unlimited vacation days thing, and they tend to be all-consuming workplaces. That means employees can feel guilty when taking time off, as they think their colleagues will view them as not fully committed for doing so. Wow. So if anything, the policy could mean employees often end up Taking less time off and so not more. This yeah, is a little right. reverse psychology, is That's what, what this it is. is, right? Wow. Yeah. And wow. Sa- same same goes. Uh, we had this, or we talked about. It, I guess it was last year when uh, a couple companies were going to make your own hours. Yeah. And uh, they thought that oh, people were just going to be like, I'm coming in for two hours. But they actually showed that people were working more hours on on uh, on average than they were before when they were required to be there for X yeah. amount of time. Because these people were going, oh, I'm going to take an hour lunch and. Boss you know, says it's cool, so I'll do you know, it. Whatever, as long yeah. as I'm here until five. And they were actually getting more work done when they made their own hours and were working more hours. This also means the companies don't have to account for holidays that they previously would have owed employees. It's the workers who stand to lose as if they leave and they will not be paid for unused holidays. Hmm. Hail Hubbard. Hail Hubbard. Hail Hubbard. Hey, real quick, going back to the pageant thing, what about... Uh, like Mr. Universe and Mr. Olympia and all that. What this this is somewhat equivalent. Like, what if Arnold came up and they're like, Arnold, stop flexing, please. We're no longer objectifying. Your and muscles. please put some shorts on. <laughs> My gosh, I don't want to know what religion you are by what you're wearing down there. You know what I'm saying? Like those are yeah. Listen, those are bodybuilding you'll, put the, events. you'll put the baby oil industry. <laughs> 
Just right under. Oh, there are jobs being lost. Here's factories a, closing. Here's a Miss South Carolina. Recent polls have shown a fifth of Americans can't locate the U.S. on a world map. Why do you think this is? I personally believe that U.S. Americans are unable to do so because uh, some people out there in our nation don't have maps and uh, I believe that our ed- education like such as in South Africa and uh, the Iraq everywhere like such as and I believe that they should uh, our education over here in the U.S. should help the U.S. or should help South Africa and should help the Iraq and the Asian countries so we will be able to build up our future for our Thank you very much. Was that the correct bell that was just uh, rung? No, that's the bell called grab your things and go. You know, that was actually the sound of the the psych ward truck pulling up. Oh, man. Get on it. Your ride is here. What's nerve-wracking, too, is the key change in the music. If you make it to the key change... You know that you've gone too long, and I'm sure she heard that was like, oh, oh no, circle, and, circle, circle. And we've all kind of sort of been in that where she was right there, oh, and yeah. you once you're there and you realize it in your head that you're talking, you're making no sense. You can't get it's out of it. even worse. You know where you know where she got out, where she really got off the rails the is when she said, "I personally believe." <laughs> yeah, Crap, Just, I forgot the question. Now you heard the answer. Remember what the question was. Recent polls have shown a fifth of Americans can't locate the U.S. on a world map. Why do you think this is? She said that some people don't have maps. That's she, here's what here's, that was, here's that how was part of her answer. So that question was just posed to me, and I'm and I'm the contestant. I go like this: um, It's the education system. We really need to make sure that kids are getting educated these days. On a, a, yeah, on a global level. Thank you. Huh. But she goes, U.S. Americans and, <laughs> and so Africa's, she, South, as, South Africa's, and, and, yeah, the, and the Iraq. Such How as is to point out America on a map if they don't have a map? The Iraqs. That's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Plus, they're hard to that fold happened. and get back in the glove box. That happened back in 07, and it, yeah. it's, it's She's still over going. 10 years later. And, and that's and that's what I said when my lady, my she got into a, a bit of a rant when this all happened yesterday. And I go, you know what this, you know what's going to happen tomorrow, right? She's like, what? I said that gal, the Irax gal, the Maps gal, <laughs> is coming back. She's going to get She's another a lot million of dings hits in Google right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just when just when Miss South Carolina was <laughs> kind of forgetting about that. <laughs> Ah, oh, no. The Miss America pageant is back in the news. Other people forgot about it. Now the Iraq thing is going to come back. That Time sucks. to go back into hiding. Sucks for that, Cal. Because remember when she did the media rounds afterwards? She's actually a, a pretty well-spoken girl. Pretty mm-hmm. smart girl. Ugh. oof Yeah, she could be. She could cure cancer and she'd be known she's probably, for she's this. She's probably going, if I just close my eyes, nobody's going to see me. Rich, Rich. Do you remember what the uh, what the judge said after she answered it? What? What you just said <laughs> is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points. And may God have mercy on your soul. Boy. Mario Lopez is sad. He is. Hey, don't forget, uh, Tony and Jeff's Walk of Shame punishment will happen on June the 15th. And if you'd like to see the route, 1057thepoint.com slash the walk. 
that makes sense. 1057thepoint.com slash the walk. And we got a little map on there. I'm thinking it's going to be like the uh, like the New York City Marathon. Just people lined the streets. Right. <laughs> Same pace. <laughs> Same pace and everything. This is absolutely hysterical. Oh, yeah. Patrigo and Burton's Ridgeshell Walk of Shame. The epic journey begins June 15th <laughs> and ends June 18th. No. Oh, no. By the way, uh, ironically, you know how we always talk about something is National Something Day every single day? Yeah. Today's National Running Day. Oh, today is. Wow, yeah. that is. I didn't get you uh, anything, neat. but. Super. <laughs> uh, Google Maps is estimating it should take just over five hours, but I don't know really how long it's going to take. We're going to try to, uh, we're going to try to GPS you. Chip you. So as you're walking, people will be able to follow you on the map. If they can keep up, right, Tom? Right. Yeah. Yeah, if they can keep up it's, with us. I, I'm I'm hoping and I'm I'm kind of actually praying that it's very much like a uh like a uh Google Maps when you're driving. Okay. Mm-hmm. It'll say it'll take forty seven minutes to get there, but that's if you go sixty miles an hour and they incorporate traffic and all that stuff. Sometimes it takes you about thirty five. Right. You know, I'm hoping it's one of those things, but at the same time, I'm also thinking about my legs shutting down and me having to jump eh, on Jeff's back for a while. You're gonna be fine. You're gonna be fine. Hey man. We'll have I, an ambulance trail you. I hit I hit a uh, a goal yesterday in my running. I, I did under a, a fifteen minute mile yesterday. So. See there? Like I said, you're so listen, gonna be maybe fine. maybe you're along the route. Check out the route one oh five seven the point dot com slash the walk and you know make a sign go patrico go jeff thank you (laughs) (laughs) all right here's sports the risotto show sports uh don't screw this up fatty sports brought to you by hot shot sports bar and grill 11 area locations all the games all the time carlos martinez did not have the best of returns and two errors from the cardinals led to a seven to four loss against the marlins martinez struck out five but also walked five in his return he had a rough start. I mean, it was it was not great. Tonight, the two teams are back at it. Jack Flaherty gets the start for the Cardinals. First pitch scheduled for 7-15. Uh, Yachty's return. He did all right. One for four. Had, hey, a, had, a, had an RBI. Get back at it. Easing in. Easing in. Oh, oh I, I wonder. so scared when he got hit in the hand, or the, like the back of the hand slash wrist. I'm wondering. That stopped the game, but apparently he's okay. If in that first inning, he's, you know, squatting behind the, behind the plate, if that, that foul tip is still... Gotta be. It's still in his head. I would think so. I would think so. And you know what? I bet it was in the pitcher's head too. Like, don't throw anything in the dirt. You know what I mean? Well, it might have been because Martinez was throwing a lot of things outside. Mm. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he was avoiding his groin and the batter's ball. I mean, if you get hit in the face with a ball, you know, you can't ever forget that. No. It's if just you like, had the injury that he yeah. had, man, he can't forget that. It's just like if you are a, a pitcher in softball and you take one up the middle. Every single time, that's what you think of when you let go of the ball. You've almost got that PTSD from that. Absolutely. We'll see. Uh, so tonight, the Golden State Warriors will attempt to go up three games to none over the Cleveland Cavaliers in the NBA Finals. The series shifts to Cleveland as LeBron and the Cavs look to rebound after two straight losses in Oakland. Tip-off is scheduled for 8 p.m. I, I have to address this because they're, they're talking about it in the chat room right now. According to uh, ProHockeyRumors.com, um, they're trying. They're saying that the Blues are shopping Jake Allen. Three days ago, the the Post Dispatch put out an article that the Blues are talking about how Jake Allen is coming into this year as the starter with a clear head and he's ready to go. So, come on. Who said that? ProHockeyRumors.com. Which again, 
I could I can go to ProHockeyRumors.com and post an article that says that I just got signed by the Ottawa Senators. But you know, is that true? Did you really? Yeah, man. I'm gonna start. Dude, I'm gonna so play cool, that man. Yes. Congratulations. I mean, remember that they they have to put on a face like we want him so uh, that they uh, get more for him. It also says uh, Wayne Gretzky's coming back. Oh, yeah, yeah, but just for a month. Yeah, <laughs> and, and he's gonna sign with the Whalers. That's what I heard. And he's gonna play for every team at least once this year. <laughs> that's, that's a campaign. Uh, yeah. So we'll see. Uh, again, uh, that's that's according to a rumor website. A 12-time major champion Novak Djokovic eliminated in the corner final match of the French Open yesterday, falling in four se- sets to a 72nd-ranked Italian player. He that guy had never won a match in a Grand Slam tournament until this one. On the women's side, Americans Sloan Stevens and Madison Keys both won. They'll play each other in the next round. Uh, Cincinnati Reds second baseman is it Scooter Jeanette? Is that how you say it, Jeff? Scooter Jeanette. Jeanette. Okay. I know it's Scooter. Right, yes. He became quite a power hitter and even hit four home runs in a game. Do you remember this guy? He hit four home runs against the Cardinals was in he, Cincinnati. With the Cubs? Or was he with the Cubs at one point? I, think. I, I don't know. I think I'm I know. Who. Second sure. baseman? Uh, Sorry, I'm asking you questions. I'm go, not go. sure either. Sorry, go. Anyway, the Reds gave him a scooter, a Yamaha Zuma 125 scooter. And, of course, he said, I'm going to take this thing for a spin. Of course. And crashed and almost landed on the disabled list. Oh. Uh, he, he gave it away in an auction, and he raised $10,000 for charity. Uh, Max Scherzer, this dude on fire. He just uh, joins Elite Company after he pitched an inning with nine pitches and three strikeouts. That's right. One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. That's a Nine pitches. Parkway Central guy. Yep, you are right. And uh, guess what? This is his second time doing it. Only other players to do it, Sandy Koufax, Nolan Ryan, Randy Johnson. Pretty good company to be in there. Uh, I would think. So he's got two Cy Youngs, right? I believe I he's got to be a Hall of Famer. I Who mean, are we talking about again? Scherzer. Max Scherzer. Oh, oh yeah, yes. for sure. All he needs now is a World Series. And, and he's. I think he's in regardless. I think he's in regardless with two Cy Youngs. Yeah. Did he pitch a no-hitter this year, too? I don't know if it was this year or last year, but he has pitched at least one in the past. That's impressive. Yep, pretty good. good. Chesterfield, Um, you are correct. Oh, he went to Mizzou as well. Just 15 days, just 15 days after the New York Islanders announced the new president gave him full control of all hockey decisions, he not only fired, fired general manager Gar Snow and head coach Doug Way, but he announced himself as the new GM. Oh. So he's coming in and cleaning house. Now, back in 2006, he was on the... You know, uh, sometimes you just got to do stuff yourself. You yeah, really you do. got it. Uh, back in 2006, uh, he kind of did the same thing with a different organization. And the Islanders said both Snow and Waite will remain with the team. They did not announce how they're going to remain Marking with the team. <laughs> yeah, you got yeah. it. <laughs> and finally, the XFL has announced their first commissioner and chief executive officer. His name is Oliver Luck. Andrew Luck's dad. Now, he's held similar positions in NFL Europe, but now he's coming back here, and he says that he believes that this is going to happen. Now, what is the one thing that the XFL has against him, besides being terrible when it first started? Well, I have no idea. The American Alliance of Football, which is happening 2019. XFL is coming in 2020. All NFL experts, all pro football experts say if that has one minuscule iota of success, it will crush the XFL. Boy, you know what? I thought they were going to say the new uh, GM of the league is... uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat? No, like uh, (laughs) 
Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> <laughs> They're saying that is like gone. They're not doing any of that stuff. They want this to be legit. So also, also one quick thing uh, regarding the NFL, Reggie Bush and that lawsuit against the city of St. Louis for when he slipped and fell at the, at the dome. dome and he tore his ACL and was out oh, for the that's year. That's right. That trial started yesterday. There's not much details. It was kind of like the preliminary stuff yesterday, uh, but it's going on right now. So hopefully within the next few days, we'll see what the ruling is in Reggie Bush versus the city of St. Louis. I'm Patrico, that's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite. Brought to you by Moritz Royce Jewelry. Check them out online, ninjabling.com. All right, today's headline Hooter story comes to us from South Daytona, Florida, where last week a uh, black gentleman named Ronald Sweet was outside washing and waxing his super sweet silver 2002 Mercury. That is is nice. Uh, He was approached by his neighbor, 56-year-old Joseph Minor, who, for no reason, began to verbally attack him. Patrico, was he drunk? You betcha, Riz. You betcha. (laughs) Joseph told Ronald that he was, quote, flashy and tossed the N-word around because why not? Before ultimately ultimately threatening that he would, quote, take care of him in his car, warning that his days are numbered. So after the altercation, Ronald goes inside for the night, I guess ignoring Joseph. About 10 minutes later, Ronald hears an explosion, looks outside to see his car on fire and Joseph walking away. (laughs) Hey, man, I don't know what happened. Your car just blew up. Well, when the cops came, Joseph insisted that he wasn't involved in the fire, although witnesses reported seeing him near the car. He then switched his story at the police station. Here's some Hoosier logic. Saying that he was acting within the law. When asked what that meant, he responded, and this according to the police report, that as long as nobody witnessed it, you won't get in trouble for it. (laughs) (laughs) That's not the law. (laughs) That's how it works when you're stealing a cookie from the cookie jar. First thing of question, the judge says, I don't know, did anybody see him do it? (laughs) So if you rob a bank... Nobody saw me do it. So, Mr. Rizzuto, did you rob the bank? Yes. Did anybody see you? Nope. You're free to go. Free to go, sir. Thank you. (laughs) Although the judge did uphold the he who smelled the Delta Ah, yeah. That's on the books. That's, I mean, nobody can question that. (laughs) There you go. From South Daytona, Florida, Joseph Miner, you are today's Headline Hoosh. Woo! If you're watching the webcams, uh, you can see... Stuffing our Absolute faces. joy in the faces of the members of the Riz Show. Yep. Whole bunch of lines choice. I guess they got a new uh, slider. Yeah, it's new a, sliders. Yeah, they're called Snackers, and uh, they're doing deli turkey with honey mustard, beef and cheddar, pulled pork with coleslaw, and ham and Swiss with, with that uh, honey horseradish. Whew, I just inhaled two of them, and I could do another two. These are. Awesome. So they're available now at uh, all Lions Choice locations? Yeah, limited time. That's what they're doing. They do have those uh, seasonal salads as well, and they dropped uh, both of those off. Strawberry and spinach salad. and ah, then, uh, Salad. Salad's up in salad. here no, with salads beef for and ham. These are fantastic. <laughs> um, salad's for rabbits. But you know what's awesome? Jesse from Lions Choice dropped them off, and uh, and you know she knows that I got the tattoo, and mm-hmm. that I'm obsessed, and I've been going there. I, I asked her, I said, uh, you know, because I, I have this app. They have like a skip the line order online. Yeah. Um, app called Aurora app and I, I use that I was asking her about that and she goes uh, you know we're developing a rewards program that's coming out soon too and I go oh my god where were you in the 80s like I would own a franchise if I there was a reward I think they should give you program. one of those like you know certain people have uh, McDonald's black cards where they're entitled to unlimited McDonald's forever mm-hmm. 
as an ambassador, I mean. I'm there every day. <laughs> Just there I'm, I'm every day. totally serious. Yo, man, can I get on one of them? Actually, two days ago when I went through uh, a location that I don't go to all that often, they even recognized me there. Like, oh, hey, what's up? Hey, we've been waiting for you. <laughs> yeah, she goes, We knew eventually. He'd sh- hey, guys, he eventually showed again. up. We knew it. They do know my order at least at oh, uh, two of the locations. I just took a bite of one of the honey, or I'm sorry, ham and Swiss, and it's got a honey horseradish on it. Yeah. Ooh, it's good. Super good. All right, so those are the snackers from uh, Line's Choice. It's the Rosito Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, we got to work, guys. This is work. All right. Time to get to it. And time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It's brought to you by Lena's Pizza, St. Louis's only frozen pizza made with 100% real Provel cheese. Uh, Jerry Marin is uh, long known as the world's oldest living Wizard of Oz munchkin at the age of 98. How's he doing? Well, we have an update on that. Jerry no longer holds the title of old, world's oldest living Wizard of Oz munchkin. He died about a week ago. His funeral was held over the weekend at Forest Lawn in, in Hollywood. He was 98 years old. Cause of death is unknown. Possibly the previous mentioned that he's 98 years old. Is it too many birthdays? Yeah. He did suffer from dementia, though. Uh, he uh, passed away at a uh, nursing home in San Diego facility there. Multiple reports that he died back in March of 2016, but he did not. He had a battle with pancreatic cancer back then, got through that. close friend of his said that uh, those reports were not true, but apparently he did pass away a week ago at the age of 90. Trico's related to a munchkin. I am. Yep, Mickey Carroll. Mickey Carroll. Yep, I remember that. One of the most famous ones. Yep, his, his actual real name is Michael Finnecaro, which is mm-hmm. my mom's band name. Crazy, right? A little trivia. He's, he stole wedding trivia. cookies from my mom and dad's wedding. There you go. Italian wedding cookies. And he, a thief. Munchkin he, and a thief. He wrapped he wrapped them in uh he wrapped them in napkins and stuffed them in his pockets. And I wish I could tell you on air some of the stories that I've heard that he's told relatives about what went down on the filming of Wizard Oz. Oh yeah, I've heard oh, that it was very it was a let's bit just of say, Caligula. Let's just correct? say Judy Garland and the Munchkins. What? That, I don't that, that can't be. That is true. Is Munchkin the preferred nomenclature? Very very yes, small hand they to were God. The munchkins and for Munchkin land. Oh, okay. Just asking. <laughs> uh, a Bible Whitney Houston left behind when she moved out of her place on uh, Newport Beach. Uh, very, very, very luxurious place there is now being sold by the former landlord. It was a rental house, not the Bible. Uh, $95,000 this this Bible is up for. Whitney rented the place uh, from 2009 to 2011. The owner says that uh, he found the Bible in a box along with some clothes and some CDs by the trash when she moved out. He says he had signed uh, an NDA and contacted Houston's agent about the stuff that she left behind. Agent said, do whatever you want with it. And he says, yeah, he says he got rid of most of the stuff, but he kept the Bible because he said he thought the Bible was interesting, which means he thought he could sell the Bible someday. (laughs) Pages are, uh, there are some pages that are documenting uh, her life, like under marriage, Whitney scribbled uh, her name and Bobby Brown's name and then the date, July 18th, 1992, which matched, uh, I guess, to their wedding date. And then there was something uh, under births written about Bobby uh, uh, Bobby Christina and her birthday, which was uh, March 4th, 1993. So it's authentic. So he is getting $95,000 for a Bible that was just tossed aside. So somebody actually bought it for that? Uh, yes. Well, or he wants to sell it for that? It's now being sold by the former landlord, so I guess it's up for yeah. ninety-five thousand dollars. I could say this pen is 
It's up for sale for $95,000. That's mean I'm going to get it. Uh, fans of the band Ghost are coming together to support one of their own. Remember, we talked about shortly after they left their gig here. I was either the next night or the night after later. or whatever. Uh, a fan of theirs collapsed and died. The show Milwaukee, his name was Jeffrey Fortune. And a fan club, Ghost American Ministries, launched a GoFundMe page to raise funds for his uh, for the late man's family. Various Ghost fan clubs on Facebook spread the word about the crowdfunding page, helping to get them to, last I checked, almost $9,000 so far. And the initial goal was $1,000. So, You know, uh, I thought I thought their show here was great. That's what everybody's really, saying. Really enjoyed it. And I actually have gone home and listened to some Ghost songs. And uh, they got some good tunes. Is it one of those things that it loses so it a little so without changed? the... Yeah, I, I kind of changed my mind on them. It loses some without the stage presence, obviously. It loses obviously, without the stage presence. But every song kind of... Listening does. to a couple songs, you know, all right. If for some reason on the wrist pod. If for some reason you want to donate to the GoFundMe page, there's a link on the blog for it if you'd like to go check that out or, or uh, donate. Hollywood Reporter asked George Clooney which of his movies had, quote, the biggest influence on his craft. Which of his amazing... All the... Look at his amazing resume of movies. Which movie had the biggest influence on his craft? Hmm. What has he been in? What great movies has George Clooney been in? I mean, all the Argo. Ocean's movies... Argo. I'm. If I were to guess, was that, wait, was he Argo or was that Ben Affleck? That's Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck is Argo. Um, probably the Batman one. And why? Because it was nipples. so bad. Batman and Robin, and that is not a joke. He says, up until that moment, I was an actor looking to find work. And after the failure of that film creatively, I understood that I needed to take control of the films I made and not just the roles. So in other words, he was like, I'm not just doing it you for the money bet, anymore. Did he do two of them, or was it no, just one? I think one? he just did one. I'll bet you when he was doing it, he was probably thinking this is a hot piece of garbage. Yeah. I'm in it for the paycheck. I'm just going to ride this out. Hopefully, it'll be all right when it's released. And it wasn't. And you guys would know better because you guys are movie guys, but his next three movies, see if it stakes the claim or not, Out of Sight. I don't remember seeing that. Three Kings. That was a good movie, Three Kings. Was that with uh, Mark Wahlberg? That's Three Brothers. Yeah. And then Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? That movie's awesome. Those are the three movies following the Batman one. Three Kings. Is that Ice Cube? I'm looking right now. It's an American black comedy. Oh, with George Clooney, Mark Wahlberg, and yeah. Ice Cube. That's what I thought. When they're in war. What was Three go. Brothers then? Three Brothers was I think it was. I think it was Four Brothers, which is the Mark Wahlberg movie. Yeah. This is also Mark Wahlberg. Three Kings is where they're the soldiers in the first desert storm looking for the... Is it Saddam's gold or something? Let me go back. The film stars George Clooney, Mark Wahlberg, Ice Cube, and Spike Jones as four U.S. soldiers on a gold heist that takes place during the 1991 uprisings in the Iraqs against Saddam Hussein following the end of the Gulf War. Yeah, I thought it was a pretty good movie. There is an animated Adams Family movie hitting the theaters for Halloween of 2019. Voice cast has been revealed as of yesterday. Gomez Adams will be played by Oscar Isaac. You know, as Poe from Star Wars movies. Mm -hmm. His wife, uh, Morticia, will be voiced by Charlize Theron. And then their kids, Wednesday and Pugsley, will be voiced by that uh, Chloe Grace Moretz and then uh, Finn Wolfhard from uh, Stranger Things. That's a big hey, cast. Know, uh, it is. Nick Kroll's going to be at Uncle Fester as well. John Aston, who played, I think, right? Wasn't he Gomez Adams in the original TV show? Yes, yes. He's still alive. Is he really? Still kicking, huh? 
he's got to be in his 90s. Uh, Bette Midler is going to be the voice of Grandmama. And Allison Janney will be a bad guy. He's not dead. He's 88. 88. Wow. Relation to Sean Aston? Yeah, I think it's a stepdad. Hmm. For some reason, they didn't say who's going to be voicing Lurch. Mariah Carey, she has addressed uh, over the years all kinds of different things about her rumors of being, you know, a diva, that sort of thing. And she was asked if she bathes in French mineral water because that's the rumor. And she said, absolutely not, dummy. I bathe in milk. What? That's what she said. Sometimes I use milk as a beauty treatment. I don't want to give away all of my secrets, but she says she bathes in... Mooges. She she also shut down the the rumors that that claimed she once requested twenty white kittens to surround her at any event. She said, "I'm just not a cat person." <laughs> I'm not coming unless I have twenty white kittens surrounding me. Here's another rumor that you would think that oh yeah, I bet she would do this. There was a rumor that she demands a new toilet seat and gold taps when she stays in a hotel. Now that would be cool to request and get. I'll she, take the new toilet seat. That's pretty cool. If that you can pull is that off. Cool. Yeah. yeah. She like, says, I'm not staying here unless I got a new toilet seat. Right. She says that's absolutely not. Uh, what do Tori Spelling and Chris Tucker have in common? They were both broke as hell at one point. That is true. You know what? That may lead to what I'm talking about, though. They are on the Hollywood hot list. Nobody wants to be on. Two stars. They're in the top 500 tax delinquents in the state of California. Oh, wow. Still? Yep. Tori Spelling and her husband, uh, Dean, owe the state almost $283,000 in back taxes. When your dad is Aaron Spelling, who made all these great TV shows, iconic TV shows, Love Boat, was he Dynasty 2? Probably. Just about anything from the 80s, early 90s was him, if it was on TV. I mean, and you're, you're in the rears. How much is she in the rears? Two hundred eighty-two thousand six hundred fifty-six dollars. Sixty. Sixty. I'm, I'm looking right now. Fifty-five dollars. Mod Squad, Rookies, Charlie's Angels, Fantasy Island, Love Boat, Dynasty, Beverly Hills, Nine Hundred Two One Zero, Seventh Heaven, Charmed, T.J. Hooker, Sunset Beach, Honey West, Johnny uh, Ringo. Huge shows. I want to know what happened to that car from Fantasy Island. You know, the station wagon that didn't have any doors on it. That'd be pretty cool to drive around. But there's uh, that no airbags. Uh, tattoo, right? Yep. Tattoo. And Ricardo Montalban. Yeah, so she owes that much money. Now, Tucker owes more than $1 million. $1.2 million plus dollars. And he settled a tax bill with the state of Georgia four years ago for $2.5 million. And that one he blamed on, quote, poor accounting and bad management. So this is what I don't get. Chris Tucker's net worth is $11.5 million. Tori Spelling's net worth is 500000 so her, I get. If she owes a, a million and a half in taxes, and she's only worth five hundred thousand dollars, she only okay. owes two hundred eighty thousand. Oh, two hundred eighty thousand. All right. Well, still, but I mean that Chris Tucker's got eleven and a half million dollars in the bank. How maybe is Tory Spelling worth a half maybe a million? That, that's dollars. net worth. That may be the uh, That may be uh, properties. You need uh, to liquidate, sir. A question that I constantly ask and nobody has an answer to: What can Will Smith not do? Can he well, dance? Can yes. He can he act? I yes. I don't think he can be a submarine pilot. He's can he tall. do surgery? We don't know that for can sure. He do surgeries on people? Can he rap? Yeah, he can rap. Can he rap in Spanish? <laughs> I believe he can. Uh, mm, let's see. He can't enter a tournament for is under that, 30. Is that my cue to play some audio? I would if I was you. 
What it? It's called Icon. It's oh, okay. uh, yeah. Sorry, it's Jaden's. Uh, it's a new remix of Jaden's song. Oh, Jaden Smith. Yeah, here we go. But this Boy, is Will you know Smith. why you was an icon living? You was born from an icon living. Messed around, married me, an icon living. Tequila, then we made some icon chill. He said tequila, that's Matt. That is Spanish, right? right. Yeah. It I think happens. that was product placement. <laughs> Then we made some icon children. You was raised in an icon village. Work hard and raise the icon ceiling. One day I'ma hand you all the icon feeling and bounce. I'ma be an icon chilling. Unico no quiero ser ese colazo. Por eso tú me le chito mi caso. No quiero que me hables de fracaso. Tú ponme lo que quieres que yo arraso. Interesting twist on the song at the end there. Did he say something about buying a Picasso? He has two of them. Oh yeah, crazy. When I was growing up. If you found in my next door neighbor when I was growing up, his dad had every single Playboy from issue one up until the current time. Okay, mm-hmm. so Playboys Je- were he was your Jedi Master. Yes, right? <laughs> he was your Yoda. I tried to get him to adopt me a couple of times. <laughs> so when you when you're I mean when you're a teenager when you're in that world, man, and you find yourself a new Playboy or an iconic old Playboy or something like that, it's gold, right? But when you found a penthouse magazine. That took it to a different oh, level because yeah. those were the guys, if you remember, that were pushing the boundaries of sense, you know, of the censors. Penthouse. Oh yeah. Well, Bob Guccione was the guy, right? And then his son after that, right? And those letters. <sighs> Dear Penthouse Four. I mean, what are you talking about? I know what you mean. <laughs> but they, I mean, they were the ones that did. I mean, you can't discuss on the radio what they pushed, but they pushed so many different boundaries. And man, I don't know what happened, but they just got sold at auction. For $11.2 million. And they're going to need a little extra parking in the parking lot because the new owner drives a bus. And I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right. Is it Bang Brothers? (laughs) All right. (laughs) The, uh... (laughs) Bangbus.com and Camster.com. So the Bang Brothers, the Bang Brothers bought. Yep. It's a Carl and Rich Bang. (laughs) I mean, they got all Carl and Richard Bang bought. Rich really has the uh, the business sense. Carl's usually making mistakes. (laughs) Carl's the one that, it was his idea, but Rich is the one that can actually. Rich is really the money guy, like the real business guy. Carl's always wanting to drive the boss, too. Carl's more like the the face of the organization. yeah, everybody wants to, but we're not gonna. Xvideos.com, <laughs> bang, bangbus.com, and camster.com bought Penthouse at a bankruptcy auction on Monday. The bidding started at $3 million, and the Bang Brothers outbid everybody else, <laughs> including Hustler Magazine and the parent company of High Times Magazine, whichever, whatever that is. Final price, $11.2 million. That's how much Penthouse went for. Wow. Yeah. I mean, we're talking 50 years worth of porn magazines, and it brought in about $10 million annually between their four divisions. They're publishing, they're broadcasting, licensing, and there is it digital? Mm-hmm. They own over 2,000 trademarks and copyrights, 50 licensing agreements, over 1,200 film titles, including the 1979 cult classic Caligula, which I always reference. You Mm -hmm. guys ever seen that, by the way? Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous. You have have seen it, Tone? Yeah. You've seen it? Yeah. And the copyright to that, because that's one of those they just took the title and went, oh, can, can we use that? It was like Caligula 4 and Caligula, you know, starring Rodney Dangerfield, all this other stuff. That had, what's his, what's his name in it? The um, um, 
I know exactly who you're talking about. Rodney. It is Rodney something, isn't it? I can't remember. He's a super famous actor, like yeah. super famous. And he's one of those like English guys who's Sir, I think he's knighted and everything. And he was in this movie and he said when they were uh, shooting a scene, he walked in and saw things happening and went, what the hell did I get like involved Sir, in? Like Richard Attenborough or something Peter like O'Toole? Pe- yeah. Helen Mirren, Peter yeah. O'Toole, Keep Malcolm going. McDowell. That's, That's it. it. Malcolm That's McDowell. It. Yeah. Malcolm McDowell is who I'm thinking of. He said he walked in and went, what the hell is this? Because, I mean, it is, there is a scene in there that is a porno. Like, you see Earth. Everything? Yeah. Yes. Well, oh. they, yeah, they cast penthouse, penthouse pets you see, as extras for you unsimulated this, scenes. And oh. you see oh, that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, like, for reals, see it. So the company officially changes hands on July 11th. And they filed for bankruptcy just uh, in January. <laughs> Excuse me. On TV tonight, CMT has the CMT Music choked Awards. Up. What's that? Got choked up Got about choked Penthouse. Penthouse, <laughs> yeah. I barely knew you. Also, American Ninja Warrior is on the TVs tonight. All right, welcome back home stretch, folks. Uh, tonight, King Scott's taking uh, Team Riz member Page to Alt J. Am I right? Yes, that is tonight correct. Is tonight. So, what's the plan? Well, I just want to know what the, what's what's the plan. We're going to meet up a little bit beforehand to skip the line. Okay. So uh, we're going to have... You have early access, huh? To... Well, to no, show? we're just going off-site to a, a little restaurante okay. place. Oh, what do you mean? Ooh, restaurante. A pub, restaurante pub place. What do you mean skip the line? How do you skip the line? Well, you wait till everyone goes inside, and then you oh, walk in oh, after. Okay. Oh, okay. So you yeah. wait out yeah, the that's line. Yeah, I thought you, I thought you meant oh, like, hey, sorry. getting early. I uh, you wait around. Yeah, we can pull, yeah. Let <laughs> me just really Throw impress everyone around. here. Is if I try that tonight, they're gonna make me leave. <laughs> I, the king doesn't wait in line. No, no. So you're gonna pre-party. Yeah, cool. So we're gonna do that and then go in and enjoy the show. Yeah, and Have I'm you waiting been in for constant- confirmation because there's something extra. What's that? Have you been in constant conversation with her since then, or contact, or is it just yeah, hey, we- you made the date and that's it? Well, we did, and uh, we've talked a little bit here and there, and. Uh, so it's it's getting there. What is uh, there's going to be a surprise tonight? Trying. So we'll see. Are you going to ask her to marry you? Just so don't you don't tell anyone that. else. I don't want to. I mean, yeah. As long as everyone keeps it quiet in here, it doesn't you're, say it to anyone else. You're nervous, huh? I will be. I think. Are whatever, you going to yeah. take the blimp? Are you going to take the blimp downtown? <laughs> it's the only way. The only way. That's the only way to travel, right? <laughs> it's hard to valet. The ratio blimp. <laughs> Oh, no, I mean, you, you throw a rope down and you right. You got to slide down the rope. It impresses the ladies, here. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> Light up a few smokes and take Well, the if blimp. you really want to impress her, you want to take her out for some, some food, mm-hmm. uh, might I recommend Walmart? Oh, really? If you're on a budget, yeah. because today... What? Listen, last year, Walmart, I guess, tweaked the recipe for their brand of frozen pizza, and everyone hated it. So now they're switching back to the old recipe, and to celebrate, they're giving out slices today for free. Today, Walmart, free pizza. All right. Dude, he's always complaining. Well, I know this isn't a date. I know I know this isn't a date. Maybe I'm calling you out, but anytime he would come home and it would be a first date that wouldn't go well or something, no offense, buddy, he'd instantly be like, that's it. I'm sick of paying for these dates. If I'm not getting a second date, I'm not paying for the first. He would get so bummed. Yeah, Walmart. that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> so Walmart. Now, now it is can, fair. You can take it to Walmart, dude, and get free food. Dude, yeah. all you have to do it's is go to Walmart, idea. and they'll give you a free slice of pizza. And they have blimp parking at Walmart, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just have another idea. I can start 
taking girls on dates when it's their birthday, so it's a free dinner on that oh, part at go. least. And free Starbucks. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, it's not it's not at every single Walmart, so you may want to call first. And it's one slice per person, so make sure to bring a lot of changes of clothes in your car. <laughs> <laughs> Walmarts don't have food courts, do they? Uh, don't they have like? A, I think they have subways. Yeah, they have subways. Oh, uh, not E Town one doesn't. It doesn't have anything. No, like a like a uh, like a counter to go eat. Target's get some food. got no. like a food court. Target's got the Starbucks. Yeah, Target's is good. Yeah. Well, Target's can, got the Starbucks. My mother. Uh, she doesn't care. She used to, on the weekly, it was probably twice a week, used to go to Kmart for the pretzels. Like that, like she would take my kids when my kids were young, were younger. I'd go, hey, what'd you do with grandma today? Oh, we went to Kmart to the food court. Yeah. <laughs> that was like the exciting thing. The, yeah. Kmart, the Kmart up in uh, up in good old Florissant when I lived there had a Little Caesars. Ooh. Whoa, it was really? awesome. Yeah. I was like, cool, thanks for the sweatpants and the slice of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did run into uh, Aunt Ray once. Not too long ago, a couple months ago, down at Target, I was leaving and she was sitting in the food court eating. It really? Yes. Yeah, I'm telling you, dude, she loves department store food courts. That's her thing. Huh? Yeah, if you Everybody's love de- yeah. department store food courts, you must like play penny slots too, right? Isn't that a thing? You have to do penny slots or nickel slots too. Oh, my mother's never. That just sounds like a lady that would just camp out. Yeah, your mom's no. a gambler. She's no. never gambled, never cursed, doesn't have her ears pierced. She's never done anything. She is. Old school. Although you are, you are rolling the dice going to a uh, food court in a Walmart. She's got a hell of an immune system. <laughs> because of going there. Oh, she's a teacher. <laughs> had to build up. She's a teacher. Uh, any uh, IHOP fans here? Yeah, yeah I'm a fan. Case? Sure, yeah. yeah, I could do that. Well, they announced they're changing their name. Say they what? are changing their name. The International House of Pancakes has announced they are changing their name. To IHOP. <laughs> like officially. No, no. Here's the thing. We don't know yet what the full name's going to be. Only that the famous abbreviation IHOP, I-H-O-P, will be changed from IHOP to I-H-O-B, lowercase b. International House of Breakfast. No, because they serve more than breakfast. Or biscuits. No, and that news alone was <laughs> enough to send people into an online tizzy with, with uh, some trying to guess the new name, others unhappy that the iconic name is changing. Now, the company tweeted about the news on Monday, showing the P in IHOP flipping flipping over to become a B, and saying, we're flipping our name to I-H-O, lowercase b. Find out what it could be, letter B, mm-hmm. on 6-11-18. International House of Booze. Yeah. Mm. So until the name is revealed next Monday... They're leaving it up to the public to guess what the B is going to be. Breakfast and, face Mc, McBreakfast. Brazil. And 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 mm. pretty much everybody is saying that it's breakfast. People are thinking breakfast. People are thinking brunch, bacon, biscuits, burgers, bagels. Bunnies makes sense. Mm-hmm. Wait, nope, that does not that make, doesn't sense, make Jeff, sense at all. I bet it is breakfast because overwhelmingly when you think of IHOP, you think of breakfast. Yeah, but also IHOP sells like cheeseburgers oh, and mozzarella sticks. And I get that. If you say International House of Breakfast, I mean, even though it's right now called International House of Pancakes and they yeah. sound the same. So. Yeah, but here's the thing. If they're changing it to breakfast, well, I mean, what's the point? If there's no if there's no other change, you would think that this might come, come along with a completely rebranding, new menu, new everything. So what's, it might be something like burgers. What's the difference between IHOP and Denny's? The Superbird? Nothing. The answer is nothing. I, I out of the two, I'd go IHOP all day long. What's the difference? Honestly, I, I don't know. 
I'm not really sure. Do they they do they not serve the same things? And our coffee mugs are identical. I don't know. You know what? As far as maybe possibly it being breakfast, IHOP reported that nearly half of its customers come in during breakfast time. Well, breakfast would make sense. So that would mean the other half does not. Well, but it's 28% (laughs) lunch and 16% dinner and then 7% late night services. Uh, Late night services is probably pancakes and stuff. Well, that's what I'm saying. So if, if, if it's pancakes, if their marketing has all been about... International House of Pancakes, and 50% of their people are coming in for breakfast. Maybe they're trying to get away from that, and it's not going to be breakfast. It's going to be something else. This is a total rebrand, new menu. Or they could be going House exact- of Basketball. Oh, oh, damn it. There it is. You have places yeah, you on the it. internet we don't have. You know what's going to be real stupid is when I now have to say, hey, you want to go to IHOB? <laughs> IHOB. You know what? Maybe they're getting rid of everything except for breakfast. Maybe you know they'll go just breakfast. You know what it is? They're probably flipping it. And it's going to be IHOP, and they're going to go, you thought we were going to flip our pee. Are you crazy? We're flipping our menu. Here's what we're going to serve now. Or maybe maybe they could be just doing a whole new business model and just doing breakfast only and closing, maybe closing early. I don't know. That's what he was saying. But then, no. I mean, it's open 24 hours, though, man. I got a feeling this is something bigger. Yep. Maybe something... Maybe something greater than us all. Yo, International House of Bitches, y'all. Yo. Yeah. There's already one of them. House of Bitches. <laughs> That's it's- it. You got it. Well, good luck on your date tonight. Thank you. King Scott. It's not a date. Sorry. It is on this date. Listen, as long as you have the blimp back by 11, we're Man. fine. The Rizzuto Show. All right. That is it for us. Donnie Fandango, the guy to my left. Good morning, Riz. Next morning, Donnie. How are you? Oh, 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 I sense something is amiss, Donnie. No, I'm fine, buddy. I'm fine. It's nice to see you, dudes. That's for reals. Seriously? It's nice to see you too, Donnie. Yeah. No, I'm not lying. Like, for real. I didn't sleep great last night. I'm a little crabby. But it is genuinely nice to see you, dudes. I don't know why the past couple nights I've been crazy alarm clock paranoid. I keep waking up before my alarm. Yeah, We talked about this, what was it, yesterday upstairs in the office? And I'm the same way because I don't want to hear the phrase... Will you be joining us today? Yeah, I've been uh, known to say that if you're late. Oh, boy. And that's got to be a not great sentence to hear coming out of your mouth. It is. For whatever in the morning. Hey, Jeff. Jeff, is it? Yeah. Will will you be joining us today? Everybody (laughs) in this room has felt that. And it is disgusting. That phone call? Serious serious question, though. And and not trying to turn it around. But, Riz, have you ever been late? Oh, boy. Why do you... And I don't doubt that. I'm just saying. Like, I just wondered if if you have. I I may jinx myself, but in uh, 20 years on the radio, I've never been late to a shift. I've never been late to a show. Never been late. Man, that is fantastic. Constantly over his mileage when he gets his oil changed, though. He is (laughs) late for that. That is true. <laughs> Boss, I could say that. So. How do you even think about that? That is unbelievable. I'm like the nerd with perfect attendance. Yeah. That's awesome. No, that's that. That's fantastic. I, I can't say it's been many times for me, but I can't say well, that it's I, been, I've, uh, I can't, that I never have. It was, it was hammered home when I first got started in radio. My boss, and I worked at the station that Howard Stern worked at. Yeah. So if somebody was ever late, he would call me to his office and say, Howard Stern has never been late. If he can't be late and never, you know, uh, never kept somebody waiting, you could do that. Yeah. But also, you know, he's got a limo to pick him up <laughs> right. every morning from his from his house. But 
And you just have me picking you up every morning. <laughs> yeah, I was Monday. just I was always too scared to, man. I always thought that my place in the building was so tenuous, man, that like, you know, oh, oh, you're not gonna be here on time? Oh, we will find somebody that will yeah. be, you know? And that dude Absolutely. that definitely has, has stuck and and still continues. It's called to. having a work ethic. You know, we try. You know, we do our best. You're all replaceable. <laughs> 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 Normally he says at 11. But you know, though, I mean, in the reality of the thing, in radio in 2018, yeah, there's a lot are. of great radio folks that are out of work, man, out so we beach, are. Yeah. I so, don't want to give anybody a reason to let me go. That's what I'm saying, you know? So well, that's when the paranoia starts to kick yeah. in. A whole brain. Watch, I'm going to be late tomorrow. <laughs> I will kill you. I, bl- I will blame you, Don. Uh, and I will not, you will not see me. Somebody else will be reading real or fake results on Friday. No doubt about it. Uh, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Head up the blog and podcast, Moon. We covered a lot of ground today. We sure did. People are bummed about the uh, the pageant rule change, the truth about unlimited vacation days, and uh, lots more in news. We also had five ways to curb your phone addiction, and we also argued about dogs. 1057thepoint.com slash dogs. Hmm. That's R-I-Z-Z. Patrico, yes. video of the day. Speaking of dogs, uh, this week's video theme is Animals Have Nuts Too. And uh, for some reason, somebody videotaped a tortoise biting a dog right in the... Mm-hmm. Yep, check it out for yourself. Oh. 1057thepoint.com slash yelping. Ooh, ooh, we also made a great list. Oh, yes. Yeah, check Louis out the Riz yes. list. Good stuff, guys. Donnie, it's good. Oh, I mean, legitimately, it's good. I'm sorry. No, Donnie, it's not good. Donnie, 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 it's sorry. Not, no, it's, no, 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 it's bad. Yeah, yeah. No. And Missouri made another list, too. It's also. good if you hate St. Louis. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> Which none of us do, by the way. Right, we oh. love St. Louis. Oh, none of us man. do. I love the city. I've made it my home. Make sure you check out our socials as well, at Riz Show, Instagram, Twitter, and the, uh, the Facebook on the Instagram. We posted maybe one of the most savage obituaries of all time yeah. yikes i saw that wow i i listen i said i hope my kids think better of me yeah but i don't blame them for that i mean you're talking about riz's kids <laughs> <laughs> you don't blame them for doing that i kind of don't man oh that's pretty that's speaking ill of the dead i, I don't, don't know I'm, i don't blame them for feeling it I mean, I, I don't think that that is, that is not anything that I myself personally would do, but I don't blame them. But I, I mean, I'm just from an opposite sort of system like that. I mean, my parents are still together. They've been married for almost 50 years. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like not, not 50, but like 40. So yeah, I just would, but I, I don't know. Unless man. your mom cheated on your dad with his brother and had a kid and moved to California. I guess you can't. That's pretty. You can't know. That in and of itself is you're pretty sad. You're not going to know. At Riz Show on Instagram. <laughs> All right, uh, tomorrow, John Patrico's here. Craig's his freak of the week. Oh, yeah. Ooh, we'll get an update on how the uh, living situation I is. haven't seen him in a while, so it's good that he's going to come in he's to the there show at tomorrow. home. Because you see live him. there, too. You're just going to have time. him come in with you? <laughs> you should carpool. <laughs> uh, we, we, there was... There was things yesterday, so... Oh, things yesterday. There wasn't things. There was a discussion was yesterday. Was there stuff or things? Which one was it? We we could get into it tomorrow. Oh, I'm sure we will. I said I don't like that. I go I go. I'm surprised you like this TV show. It kind of surprises me that you're into this. And he goes, "There's a TV downstairs you can watch." <laughs> I'm gonna bring I'm a like, lawn Whoa, chair. There's no way easy. he yelled. I'm gonna bring There's a no lawn way. chair and some popcorn. What's <laughs> yep. gonna happen gonna tomorrow? He actually <laughs> yesterday, and we can talk about this tomorrow. He actually, when I said that comment, he looked at me dead in the face, serious as can be, and waved bye bye to me. Oh, oh I can, I can throw you like, out of here. Dismissed me. I bye want bye. I want to move in. <laughs> 
I want to move in and watch this first time. Where did you get your passive aggressive nature? <laughs> <laughs> well, Jeff, why don't you just take the toilet cam and just move it to the living Beautiful. room? Beautiful. That's a great idea. An yeah. Overview. I got to wipe that thing down anyway. <laughs> I need a little watch All battery. Right, see you guys tomorrow, bye! All right, uh, dining snacks. We leave with a selection from our team res member of the day. Shouting out Jamie uh, Haynes from Aviston, Illinois. Uh, Jamie, Jamie, yeah. 